Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's up, guys? It's a new week. Happy motherfucking Monday. If you're on your way to work, I'm sorry, but I hope it's a good day. I hope you make it a good day, and I hope we could put you in a good mood. If you're at home, if you're at school, if you're just at work chilling in the break room, thank you for giving us some of your day. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to say what up to us. And we got some shit to talk about today, all right? This is the Dope As Usual podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We are here to talk about life, problems, accomplishments, drugs, and everything in between. I am your host, Dope Azola. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and let's get into another episode. So, real quick, if you're like me, you're a fan of comedy, obviously. If you're if you're into the comedy world, into stand-up comedians, you follow them online, you already know what the fuck is going on with this next situation, but I feel I want to talk about it. I asked Mari, like, should, should we talk about this? But yeah, why the fuck not? It's in the news. It's not like it's fucking a secret. So let me just start off like this. I went to the comedy store maybe four years, three years ago, and I was watching, I think it was Joe, the first time I ever saw Joey Diaz, actually, um, and this guy came on stage, I had no idea who the fuck he was, I never heard of him, I never heard of his name, his name is Chris D'Elia. never knew who he was, he got on stage, I laughed for fucking 30 minutes, and I was a fan, instantly a fan, I had no idea who he was, and that motherfucker's funny, right, so... Aside from being funny, you guys have seen what's in the news. I'm not here to say you're guilty because I have no idea what the fuck. I'm not a cop. Let's just put it that way. I'm not a cop. So we're here to talk about what we do know, and what we do know is what's in the news. A couple days ago, guys, I saw a video pop up, and it was Chris Talia's face, and he did not look happy, and I go, get the fuck out of here, a new video? If you're not following what's going on about maybe what? Beginning of quarantine, Marty, last year, right? Maybe around this time last year, actually. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. I I could be wrong. But Chris D'Elia got super fucking canceled. All right, let's just say that. You got fucking canceled. If you were from the ghetto, you are stomped out canceled. (laughs) Yeah, you know what the fuck I'm saying? You get run out of the the neighborhood canceled. So for those of you who have lived under a fucking rock or you don't give a fuck, he got accused of all this bullshit. I understand. I'm not here to pick sides. I am not on that side. That side is a pervert side. So what we know so far, Marty, if I'm wrong, stop me and say, hey, you're fucking wrong. From what I get, he's messaging girls like people do. And when you're famous and you're fucking funny and you got money, it's easier. 
All right, we'll just say that. It's probably a lot fucking easier to get girls when you're a funny motherfucker and you're rich. Oh, shit, you're famous? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a trifecta for getting bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> what it's for. So this guy was going around um, slaying girls state to state, which is fine. Fuck it. Do it. That's what you're supposed to do if you want to. But then it starts coming out that a lot of these girls aren't even 18. Not 18. 16. 15. Some 14. And that is fucking disgusting. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a cop. I'm not there in the interrogation room. I don't know what's true. But from what I'm seeing, this shit's true. I, I watched a couple clips, man. And when they talk about fucking Snapchat, you can see the, the, the happiness just disappear. What do you mean they save Snapchats? And you can see his eyes go. Fuck. Oh, God, dude. You can see the look on his face when he realized I might be fucked. Well, let's say this right now. All the ones that I, all the, all the conversations I saw were girls that were overage. I didn't see the underage ones. I'm not saying they're not real at all because I'm not. I'm saying the ones I saw were a guy hitting on a girl a little aggressively. Close your fucking app. Don't answer him back. But I get it. If you're underage, you're susceptible to, oh my God, he's fucking famous. Oh, they, oh you're talking to me? I get that. I understand the mind of a kid because I was a fucking kid too. And when you're saying kid in the same context of trying to fuck, you're a creep. That's, there's no other word to say. Like I said, I'm not, I don't know if what's true or what's not. The reason I bring that up is because as soon as that happened, this motherfucker took a dive off the end of the world and did not show his face. Turned off all the com- Once you start turning the comments off on your Instagram and shit, <sighs> something's wrong. Once you start, because when you're when you're not guilty, you go fuck you, fool. Say whatever you want. I know what the fuck I did. Unless you're trying to hide some shit. I'm not like I said. I'm not a cop, so I'm not here to say that. And before we get into the rest of this, let me light this fucking joint up. Hold up. Let me light this joint. So. Like I said the other day, I saw, I was on YouTube and I clicked past it and I had to scroll back. Like, was that fucking Chris D'Elia? Yeah. So this guy did a, um, like I said, guys, aside from all that, I know I'm not taking sides or anything. That motherfucker's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's not funny. You can be funny and a fucking creep. You guys know that. I'm not going to support further of creepiness. But if what he's saying is true, he's gone. I mean, what if people are what he's saying is true, he's completely gone. But what I got, Marty, uh, did you watch the apology video? I sure did. Oh, I, sh- I sure did. I can already tell your stance <laughs> on this. Um, from what I got of that was an apology for being caught. I didn't really get the, he didn't really dabble. He didn't really get into the whole, hey, remember when they said those shit about kids? My bad. It didn't, but then again, like I said, who knows? The only people that know are the people involved and the cops. Right, you're under investigation for fucking sure. The reason I bring this up is because this morning now he's getting allegation. Now he's getting sued, civil suit, by a girl that was underage, saying that he was basically grooming her or forcing her to send pictures. Uh, let's just say this: from a fan, from a human standpoint, I really hope none of this shit's true. That's, I'm sure we all, everyone listening right now, I know. If you're listening to this, you're probably a Chris D'Elia fan because you like comedy, you like funny shit. I hope that shit's not true. And for everyone that's a friend of him, you could still be the guy's friend and not like what he did. Do you, do you understand? You don't have to associate no more, but you don't have to, oh, I don't know that person. Who? Chris who? Shut the fuck up. Every comedian out there saying, Chris who? Suck a dick. 
when motherfuckers are down, you're not friends. But when they're up, everything's cool. You guys are tagging and posting. You fake motherfuckers. All right, if one of my friends did that shit, I'd go, yo, I love you, bro, but don't ever call me again. I can't. I can't fuck with you. I love you so much, but you're a fucking creep. That's the way it works. But then again, when people see the benefit, when people see the opportunity, they, uh, I mean, look, chips are down. No one fucking cares about Chris D'Elia. But when he was up, everyone wants to be around Chris D'Elia. It's annoying. It's annoying. At least take a stance and be honest. Like, yo, that fool fucked up. He's a creep. I can't associate with him. But yeah, he was my friend. Because that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the truth. You can't beat around the truth. So, as of right now, that shit's all bad. From if you like I said, if you have no idea what's going on, I haven't seen a career just end like that in a long time. That shit was fucking weird. That was on top of the world, on top of the fucking world, Marty. In a different way. In a different fucking way. He's on top of the world, like on a on a rise. On a fucking rise, dude. And who? how sad that the last fucking role he played in the show was a pedophile. The irony's crazy. Dude, did they really need to do that shit? Uh, if I was doing some creepy shit, I wouldn't take the role. <laughs> I wouldn't take the role that I'm living. Oh, shit. It was too much. That's like Sean Connery really being a spy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, I don't know, man, but... I wanted to talk about that because it's not, I see it everywhere I go. And like me and Marty said, we do these, uh, we're, we're trying to do these podcasts closer to the release date. Cause right now, last week's podcast comes out in two and a half to three weeks. We're just trying to be ahead of ourselves because we don't want to be, oh shit, hurry up. But at the same time, if we did that, this Crystalia shit, this is three weeks ago. So we're trying to do, we're trying to catch up on ourselves. So if you guys catch a little news, like, yeah, that happened last week. That's because we did it the day of. All right. So, um, Marty, what are your thoughts on this Crystalia situation? Honestly, honestly, without mm-hmm. beating around the bush, because I know you fucking work with these people closely. You as a human, uh-huh. you as a human, and, and hold on, you're not a dad in this situation. Just as a human, not a dad. Yeah. Because you're a dad with a daughter around that age, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, first of all, I think it's really important to acknowledge just like how quickly the tables can turn, because this dude was on, on the top, top of, of the, the fucking world, world man. Prior to this happening, one of the biggest podcast stars, multiple Netflix specials, a new Huge comedian, show coming funny out, as a theater comic. There's different levels of comics too at yes. the same time. A theater comic is that second the to Joe the highest Coys. level. Yeah, selling out theaters is different. And he was just on a tear, unlike any. I mean, like anything I had really seen. And uh, so, I mean, as far as that goes, I like to just take note, like they will turn on you. It can all be over. But at the same time, if you give people a reason to, that's on yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. For me, in this type of situation, anytime something like this is involved, I always would like the cops to get involved. Like of off the bat. Shouldn't you? Off the bat. What the fuck? Because you're famous. The cops aren't there. This is a fucking very sexual weird. allegation. It's a weird thing to be able to like to time it and to like get, get somebody through the media like this and cancel them. And I get it. Like, if that is you, you totally deserve that. You deserve to go to jail. Shit. No, you, you deserve to go that. to jail and it's going to be real bad for you. But for sure. what I just, what I don't like is the use of the media like this. Like what, I mean, okay. He put out his little, uh, you know, premeditated, I'm sorry video. And then the next day he sued like, right. Isn't I, that seems a little, I, th- that Marty is fucking bullshit. They had that that they had that article. They had that lawsuit three days ago. If there's go, a real situation with hmm. a kid that's being harassed by an adult, 
or is being taken advantage of and all this stuff. And there's the hundreds of pictures and all this shit. There's pictures? Get them. Oh, yeah, there's hundreds of pictures. That's what the whole thing's about. What do about. you mean? What do you mean? Pictures of what? Of Oh, of them sending shit to him? Yeah. Did he ask? Yeah. Well, <sighs> listen, again, I don't know this dude. I don't know shit. I can legitimately say I don't know this dude. And, I, or, you know, I know what, just what I've been reading about. But, yeah, I mean, that's the whole crux of it is soliciting, uh, you know, these type of materials from underage people. Whoa. And then beyond that. In my mind, nobody's going to come out and make this type of stuff up. I mean, they but could. It, it but upsets to me that it happened. That they do, what the like, day after? Yeah, two days that, after. That's the crazy part. That's why it's like you wait for him to show his face again and go, no, 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 no. no. That, that's what here's I don't the final like. stamp. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck. Because I've had people in my life really impact my the whole trajectory of my life as a kid, like through my family, was impacted by shit like this, big time. Changed the whole course of my life. So I'm very sensitive to it. On top of having two daughters. So, like, is that as far as that goes? Like, if I found out a grown man was texting my daughter, oh, I'd go to jail, bro. I, like, that's so, that's so, that you walk around vulnerable as a dad because it's like, I know my freedom's on the line over these kids at all times. That's something where I'm at your door, I'm waiting for you, type of shit. Like, what else am I gonna do? I can't go about life. No, you can't go to sleep <laughs> or, or or call the cops. Whatever it's gonna be, something needs to be done. But just, I just, I don't know. I don't feel like. Oh, he made an I'm sorry video. Now file the lawsuit. Like, get the headlines. It's yeah, becoming I, it should all happen at the same fucking time. Yeah. If, it should if, be going through court right fucking now. The parents, that was, that when this happened, on. the parents should have been on it. They should have did what they're going to do. If there's hundreds of these girls or whatever, I don't know, man. I and feel I'm not like blaming parents or blaming these kids because it's not their it's fucking not fault. Easy. Kids it's are susceptible clean. to shit like this. Kids don't tell their parents shit. Yeah, especially they when they're like, they probably love this motherfucker. And they're, they're probably bordering, fans. Ordering on adults. Like, that's the other gray area where it's like, when you're six, like, you think back when you're 16. You I were with 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Yep. Like, but we're talking about a grown man. And we're talking grown about man with fame and power. And and exactly. Power and all that. So it's like, you can't go to jail for being a scumbag. All performers, if you were to audit all musicians and entertainers, like you're not going to like what you find in terms of how they treat people or their exactly. sex lives and shit like that. But this is just a, a different level. It's a whole different level. This is, this is a, the, probably the biggest fucking thing that's ever happened to a comedian, honestly. Yeah, because he a, was so violently canceled <sighs> that it became like, it's almost like a little industry now. Like To hate on him. Yeah. But then again, if that shit's real, well, you deserve... Every fucking bit of it. Yeah, and more. If it's real. And, but even if it's, like, kind of real. Even if it's, like, you told Andy that got, line of being a scumbag with kids. Like, I'm just it's saying, real. if you knew, if you know, put it this way. If I was talking to some girl, and she looked 25, and I found out she's 17, I erased the number and block it immediately. No, but I think... You, you, you're, if a you, you're a article creep. The article is... What the article is alleging... He knows that there. ...is, like, he's into, like, repeat to me how old you are. Send, like... Really, like lean into like the younger, the better type of shit. That's where it goes off into a whole nother level where it's like, I don't know how the cops aren't involved because I feel they like if to be a regular person got any allegation, even if it's not even fucking proven you're in jail, if somebody says yeah. that shit to you as a regular person. Yeah. About kids. Like, of course, that's it. It's over. You have so to go to your private prison. The whole now. thing is weird. It's weird how they did that, like how it originally happened. And then like the LA Times saw all that web traffic and now they waging campaigns on calendar. Whether it's real or not. And, who knows? You know what I'm saying? I Whether it's real or know. not, it's it's just unbelievable, man. It's 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 a movie. This is a fucking piece of a movie where a guy loses his career. But what it's not is it's not like a cancel culture. I mean, no, I guess it this is. is real shit. 
This is not part of the cancel him. He said something homophobic. Mm-hmm. It's cancel him and fucking send him to jail and never let him perform again because mm-hmm. this guy's a pedophile. If it's real. Like I said, I know a lot of comedians are out there. If you see this and you're like, well, fuck this kid. Who is this guy? Pocket? Suck my dick, you fucking creep. All right. If you have a problem with what we're saying about your friend, say something to us. I don't know. I just feel like we're in this we're in this stage of like brand new podcast. Who the fuck are you to talk about our mm-hmm. friend like that? Suck my dick. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, me too. A hundred percent. I don't give a fuck because we, we're in L.A. We're in this realm. Marty's in the podcast realm. He's in the comedian circuit. He knows all these people. This is they know you me through you. They're like, Who's this fucking kid talking shit on the Internet over here? Fuck off. Yeah. This is the start of our... This is this yeah, is how exactly. this podcast is going to be, all right? <laughs> yeah, it's okay to talk about, about relevant shit yeah, with it, your it, own genuine thoughts. Exactly. And um, our, my final thought on that is like, I hope it's not real. And if it is, eat a dick. And that's it. Nothing else to say about it. And if you agree or you still sympathize, you're fucking creep too. If it is real, I think he did the best thing by just like fading away. Fading away. away. Never come just... back, bro. Move to fucking Alaska. Move you to fucking go Spain. Go somewhere where that shit's fucking legal, asshole. Other countries age of consent like fucking 16. If you're into that shit, move. Because over here you're going to get stomped the fuck out in, in public, in jail, comedy, everywhere you go, you're not allowed. For the rest of life. That's the other thing. For the you rest of consider. life. And you're in LA, motherfucker. You catch one Mexican, catching one gangbanger, motherfucker, is going to Kill your ass. You know, Marty, I don't think these people understand. It's got to be terrifying. I was it's thinking about that. It's fucking terrifying, bro. You have to think about it. You pull some shit, you're famous. You don't know who the fuck recognizes you. You could be at BJ's fucking bar and grill and get stabbed in the neck. That shit's, you are in prison terms for the rest of your life as a pedophile. Because that's some pedophile shit. If that's real. Sorry. We have to come back. I'm sorry to throw him under the bus. But if, yeah. if that's real. But as of now speculation until that's I mean, proven. Shit. In I my mind, if I get accused of something I didn't do... I'm never going to sleep until I prove it wrong. The last thing I'm doing is hiding. I won't even sleep. I'll stand up all fucking day but like bring every person that said that shit to what my What was that Chappelle face. bit where he's like, you gotta believe me! Please you believe, believe me! Like, shit like that. Oh, what was it? <laughs> Please believe me! I can just hear the voice. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Damn it. Um, But yeah... Sorry, sorry to start off a little fucked up, but um, that's what's going on. And if you're his friend, I'm sorry I talked about your friend. And now let's move on. Sorry, Justin Bieber, that your fucking friend is in the news. All right. And Justin Bieber, Rosie ran into Justin Bieber multiple fucking times randomly at some places. And I hear nothing but good things. So I think Justin Bieber might be a really nice guy. But yeah, sorry, Justin Bieber, your favorite comedian might be a fucking creep. <laughs> But we'll continue that conversation. What a strange year. What a fucking year. We were just talking about this shit at our meeting earlier. If you just told me, you know, first of all, comedy's over. Like, the shit with Chris D'Elia. Comedy is over. One of the biggest rising stars in the world. In the world. In the fucking world. Just stops. This this is a, um, like I said, this is a sitcom. This is a fucking movie. This is pre-planned, it feels like. It feels like so unreal because it was, like I said, we're on top of the world. Let's get off the subject, though. Um, let's get off the subject of little kids. All right, all right, all right. Guys, let's talk about something else you guys don't want to hear about. Um, I don't talk about COVID a lot. I don't talk about any of that shit because we're fucking tired of hearing about it. But one thing I am going to say is I'm, I wear my mask. I don't care if you call me a fucking, what do you call it? Uh, sheeple? Uh, eat a dick. 
I got COVID <laughs> in fucking December. That shit fucking sucks. If you guys didn't know that, me and Rosie got that shit in December. It was the flu times five. It fucking sucked. If I was over 60, I felt like I wouldn't have got up again. I was sitting there going, how the fuck are old people getting through this? I was shaking. My eyes hurt to look around. I couldn't really like eat anything. I couldn't smell or taste for three days. And then my stomach pains and then my body aches. And I'm sitting there. And the only fucking thing that helped me was weed. All the medicines, like the NyQuil's and shit, I stopped taking and just started smoking bowls. That's it. My lungs, for a lung infection, my lungs are perfectly fine. I got lucky. Without that, I'd be fucked because everything hurt on my body. Even my eyes, except for my lungs. I could still take bong rips. We took bong rips, watched all the Godfathers, watched the Irishman. And you need two weeks to watch all the Godfathers and the Irishman because that's just long. What else do I don't watch every Christmas movie you can think of? And that's, that was Rosie and I's fucking COVID binge. That shit sucked. So the reason I bring that up is be careful out there. I'm not saying everyone's got COVID and all this bullshit. Just be careful out there, all right? Um, maybe wear that mask. Maybe, maybe, maybe fist bump a stranger. You know what I'm saying? Um, the reason I bring this up is because March 10th, you crazy motherfuckers out there in Texas. Uh also, every time I think of Texas, and I'm not downplaying Texas, my fucking family's from Texas, all right? I just think of SpongeBob when he's trying to get Sandy not to go back. And so, dumb old Texas. That's how I feel right now because March 10th, did you, I told you about this, Marty. March 10th, it's the wor- it, it might as well be called Game On. Timeout's over because they're going back to normal life. Full capacity, and you don't have to wear a mask. I get it. I understand we're supposed to get out there and live our lives. You're not going to catch me full capacity in anything. I'm fucking good. I got that shit. It's not fake. This shit sucks and it hurts. So um, Texas, for everybody out there in Texas, I got a lot of homies out there. Be safe because they just passed that shit. It's all in the news. Starting March 10th, no more masks, full capacity. Everything's back to normal. If I'm wrong, please let me know. But from what I've read, that's what's going on. I don't know. How the fuck that doesn't it have the most people or do we have the most people out of the country? I don't fucking know, but aren't they in the midst of an <laughs> uh, emergency? Situation? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. They're fucking oh, what a snowed weird time in. To like and I know, this. I know you guys all got the sniffles, but like, yeah. go back to normal. Once how, this shit dries up. How ironic. Like you're all stuck in the so- inside, but now you can come now out. You can come out. <laughs> no, no, no mass. I know you've been in the snow for 10 days. What the? Yeah, I know you've been drinking dirty water. Well, come outside and say what up. I'm wearing a mask for the next five years. I'm wearing a fucking mask just until some of the shit dies down because I know, I know it's bad. I know the world's changed when I see a motherfucker with a mask without a mask. I go, selfish motherfucker. That's all I think. You selfish bitch. When I forget my mask, I'm in the elevator. I put my shirt over, even if I stretch my collar, because I feel so bad. It's like not wearing pants. It's the new not wearing shoes. You don't got a worse, mask. Though. It's all. It it's is worse. way more more offensive to people. It makes me sad though because I was somewhere yesterday and some lady coughed next to me and I went oh like in, internally I went get away from me. Mm-hmm. It never used to be like that. I feel so weird around people and they. If this was the plan all along to make us not want to be around each other, you guys won. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I'm and plus I'm busy. I'm busy as fuck. I got shit to do. I'm I I see my friends like what three times a month. It's pretty much it. I don't hang out with motherfuckers no more. But I made it a plan to I made it a point to be busy so we don't go around as many people until the shit dies down. I just saw my mom for the first time and I don't know how fucking long. 
Because my mom's got, she's like a high risk because she has a disease and shit. So I haven't seen her. I haven't seen my little brother. They've been quarantined since last March, man. They haven't left a fucking house, guys, in a year. That's just unreal. I mean, good thing they live in the country. It's a lot of property. But damn, I could not sit in the house only for a year. I'd go crazy. So um, it's officially almost been a year. And uh, just wanted to bring that up. March 10th, Texas is getting fucking crazy. Uh, game on in Texas. Would that have happened without this disaster they had? I don't know. Granted, I don't know anything. I don't know. But anything. it just seems like a crazy coincidence. It just seems like a little, uh, a little risky. <laughs> it seems a little risky, right? Yeah. I mean, it's all right. Ready? The equivalent of Texas and going back to normal is the equivalent of like, yo, man, I'm not looking. Can I cross the street? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's no cars, man. Cross. It's like yeah, that's a lot of confidence in that person. I don't feel like anything's really <laughs> happened to like warrant that, though, right? Like, it's I, not like I think they're all just sitting there going, "Well, I haven't hunted in so long," <laughs> and then that's what that is. What it is. I just think of Texas as there's Austin and there's a bunch of desert. Yeah, I've never been. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying that I I have no knowledge. But yeah, they're going back March 10th. So if you're in Texas, you're fucking ready. All right, get ready for that bullshit. Um, something else is the news. I, t- I brought this up to Marty before the podcast. I don't know which books, guys. I don't know which books are banned or whatever, but I saw in the news that they're going to stop printing certain Dr. Seuss books because of certain racist connotations. Uh, we live in America, motherfucker. Everything's racist here, all right? Which books? And I don't remember Green Eggs and Ham calling, saying that I'm a spick. I don't remember Anything like I don't remember Dr. Seuss or the Grinch going, hey, whites only pie. None of that shit. What? Thank you for looking it up. What books? Racist images? What the fuck's racist in Dr. Seuss? But then again, I did not read Dr. Seuss. I just looked at the fucking pictures and left. And to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. That's the book. What? He's just smoking weed. Looks like it. Like clouds around him. I don't know, guys, but think, I want you to put this in perspective. Because a certain amount of people went, we think it's racist and offensive. Take it down. Those motherfuckers never seen Blazing Saddles. I'm going to say that right now. Marty, have you seen Blazing Saddles? No. It is so fucking offensive, and it's one of the funniest things ever. You guys got to remember. Not All right? Ready? Not everybody likes Christmas movies, but if I find them offensive, are we going to stop making Christmas movies? Of course not. Exactly. How the fuck can a certain amount of people go, hey, you know what? These Dr. Seuss books, kind of racist. What's next? You know that guy, Thomas? He says fuck a lot. And he talks shit about everything. And he smokes weed. Can we cancel? Well, I mean, they already are. They already are fucking censoring my shit. Damn it, that was probably a bad example. <laughs> fuck. Um, I don't know. Something else. Something else. Look what happened to Colin Kaepernick's ass. Speaking of, uh-huh. look what happened to him. He took a motherfucking knee, and the people that fought for the right for him to take the knee <laughs> are mad. And I, full, I, all right, look at ready. I am on this side of the fence when it comes to that kneeling shit, because I get both sides. Both sides are right. Can we? Can we? Can't both sides be right? Yes. Half side says, "Hey, I fought for this country. Don't kneel. It's disrespectful." I agree with you. You fought. You have motherfuckers die next to you. You remember their names. You saw their moms after the war. I get that shit. I get it. It's disrespectful. The reason you fought is for the freedom to do what you want. 
So is it the freedom to do things that only you like? Which sounds like a dictatorship, which is what you're fighting against. See, you see, yeah, I wish I could talk to a racist ass motherfucker. Just sit down and go, hey, man, I need five minutes with your stupid ass. And I would literally talk. But then again, racist motherfuckers are super close minded. They wouldn't get even if they noticed they were wrong, they wouldn't say that they were wrong. Um, where does it stop? Dr. Seuss books. If they, a children's book's too offensive, where the fuck is or we, Marty? I feel like there was some legit racial books when I was in high school. Like, like what? Like, like what? The, the Huck Finns and the Mark Twains. I don't fucking know. So oh, they had some heavy duty. Uh, um, little known fact. I've only read like four books. Yeah, before. that's why I don't even know what I'm. But I'm saying <sighs> I, I remember a bunch of, uh, you know, like. That was in the 1800s. It was said. Yeah, in but it's like it's a timepiece. Yeah, that yeah, is exactly. It's for then. the time, motherfucker. It's not all about fucking racial slurs. I was really just thinking like, because I was really getting annoyed. I would say for the past two years where I felt like almost all podcasters really, the the show ended up being about cancel culture and social justice. What do you mean? It's just all anybody was talking about for a very long time. Was oh, just really? Like the, about how they're anti-cancel culture because they're comedians. Well, yeah, just like the sensitivity online. But it literally became such a topic that it was just like it's a self-fulfilling thing because like everybody was always talking about just how sensitive people are online and not gotcha, being, gotcha. But oh, I can go on all day, but it's repetitive. After the pandemic, now I would really just, in my own mind, like to think that that's going to like fade away. People have real problems to worry about and it's, shit. It's not even that. It's like if you do not fuck with it, you don't gotta be here. Just like this, if you don't like action movies, don't go to the fucking action movie. Simple as that. You think your children should be watching Family Guy? They cusses. Where the fuck are you when they turned it on? That's it. If you don't like some shit, don't support it. Put it this way. Say there's a celebrity you just fucking hate because you're a weirdo. Say there's a celebrity you hate and you go on their page, you look at their page like, I fucking hate this motherfucker. God, he's doing so good. Why? It full sucks or whatever the fuck. You're th- Don't look at it. In one week's time, it's like they're never there. <laughs> and that's what you got to do with the shit that you don't like. Whoever the fuck got Dr. Seuss canceled, I want you to go to your grave knowing you fucked it up for everybody. Dr. Seuss is awesome. I don't know what books are racist as shit. Then again, I was a kid. I probably wouldn't have picked that up. I don't know. I told it's probably Rose, some super racist shit. In these it's books. probably racist as fuck. <laughs> Look at Miguel. Jump over the wall. <laughs> it's literally just slurs. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's we should have looked into this. We should have looked into it more. But all I gotta say is, if you don't like the fucking book, don't read it. And like I said earlier, they're canceling Dr. Seuss when Mein Kampf is a book you can still get, written by Adolf Hitler. Where the (laughs) fuck? Let's just stop right there. Let's stop right there before I get upset. Yeah, Blazing Saddles. That's it right there with Gene Wilder. Very good movie. I watched that. My Uncle John showed me that when I was like 12. So do they have a couple of different kinds of racism going on in here just based on this, <laughs> just, these pictures? Just, you ever heard that shit in a lot of rappers' uh, like samples? Where are all the white women at? That's it. That's where this is from. It's so fucking good. It's the most racist shit, dude. But every one of those comedians read that script and went, no, nah, this is funny. <laughs> because it is. And then again, it's different types of uh, humor. I love offensive shit. I love offensive shit because it's so shocking. And I go, hey, good, good job to you for fucking having the balls to say that shit. Because mm-hmm. it's funny. 
And to me, I like I told Marty before, I love racist jokes and shit when they're poking fun at people's races because we're all human. The only we're the same inside, we're the same everything except for what? The way we look. Motherfuckers talk about fat people all day. Where the fuck are you guys? Talking shit to the people talking about I'm fucking fat, but I don't give a shit. Make fun of fat people. That's funny. Make dude. As long as you're making motherfuckers laugh and it's not literally, hey, you know what I don't like? Black guys. Let's go find a black guy and kill. Like, that is a fucking hate speech. As long as your jokes aren't turning into hate speech on some Cartman shit, then it's it's different. (laughs) It's true, though, because nobody gets mad at Dave Chappelle when he's making fun of white people. Why? Because it's fucking hysterical. It's hysterical. The The best person to ever talk about things like this is George Carlin. To me. That motherfucker was so open book going, hey, hey, don't be fucking stupid or you're this. And that's all that's all it ever is. Are you fucking stupid? That's it. Marty, if you have to ask yourself that, am I fucking stupid? You're fucking stupid. If you have to stop and ask yourself, you're the others. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like I've asked myself that before. No, no. I'm I'm talking about in terms of. Dave Chappelle, you can't say that. That's racist. What about white people that talk like that? But then don't watch it. Mm-hmm. The fuck? But the one thing that kind of irks me a little bit when people attack white comedians for saying certain things. Hey, man, it's comedy. Close your eyes. Pretend he's not white. Is it funny? All right, then. Then we're, we're back. We're back. We're, we're not there. <laughs> we have to be. You would think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to make it okay. Because I look white to some motherfuckers, but I'm not. Rosie's grandma thought I was white the whole time I knew her. <laughs> Till the day she fucking passed away, she thought I was white. I swear to nice. God, dude. A lot of people do. But, um, I mean, my whole family's white. I feel like I understood this principle as a small child. And what? I feel like I, just like dark humor, just humor. Just dark humor is fun. Going, going for what's funniest. It's funny. Shock, shock shit's funny you, to me. You are actually inherently just a nice person, so that gives you the leeway to just go for the funny. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like he, wait, but he looks so nice. Did he just say some racist joke? I, I did. I did. Was it funny? It was funny, but I'm offended. Hey, man, I'll take that first part a little bit bigger than the offensive part. Uh-huh. It, it was funny is all I cared about. Um, so, yeah, doc, that all stemmed, Marty, from Dr. Seuss books getting canceled. We're getting censored too, but I mean, one day they'll like drug stories. Fuck, I always think back on this, guys. Every time I people ask me about story times or shit like that, I always got to remember, what story time? Oh, yeah, I forgot that was me, and I did that in life. Every time I go back to my hometown, I think of that shit. Like, oh, my God, that's exactly where that shit happened. And then one day it's going to be a movie. I can, We're turning story times into a movie. It's not just going to, it doesn't even have to be us. We'll just write a fucking movie. Super bad. <laughs> was Seth Rogen's uh, uh, weekend in high school? Mm. That's why I think that, that's why Jonah Hill was named Seth. It was just a weekend oh, in high school. Hold on, you're blowing my mind here. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's just that's how he got the that's how he got the um, the idea for that movie. And he was older not to play the high school, so he played the cop. Mm. Bomb. That's bomb shit. That's like on undeclared. Wasn't wait no 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 freaks and geeks. When he was in Freaks and Geeks, when they were in high school, mm-hmm. with James Fra- I was a good-ass show. It just ended. Another good show that just stopped. I felt like so many good shows just got cut short. Amer- uh, Arrested Development got cut short. Freaks and Geeks got cut short. Bernie Mac got cut short. I-, I don't know, man. 
I don't know, but that's why I bring that up. The Josh Wolf show. The Josh Wolf show. That his face. When we brought it up, he went, the Josh Wolf show. He was so hyped on. I loved that, dude. You could tell on this on his that little kid. Oh, that's what we all strive to get. We all want that feeling from what we're doing. Um, so yeah, fuck Dr. Seuss. So here we go, guys. Uh, another thing I've been seeing. And do you know what deep fake is, Marty? I like to think I'm the original deep faker. What do you mean? Listen, you're looking at the original face swapper, Photoshop, podcasting, graphic designer in here, okay? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You used to do all those flipped graphics for like with Fighter and the Kid. Yeah, we were the first ones to do it. But they, were, they weren't like deep fake videos like it is now. No, no, I get, I get what you're yeah. saying. You're face swapping all their faces for yeah, different yeah. shit. That's that's funny. You were doing that like five years ago, and I was doing that in pictures where I wasn't really there. Uh-huh. It's the same like thing to think that's funny that we're doing that shit at, at the, the same, same time, time. Yeah, I've considered that. It's pretty tight. <laughs> I used to put my my like put myself in pictures like on stage with the Beatles. You're like, wait, how old are you? Uh-huh. You know, some people think that shit's real, and then I yeah. feel, are you one of the people that have to ask? Am I fucking stupid? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're stupid. It's That's, black that'll concern you. Like it's like one of those like uh, things where you look at the Vans shoe and some people see pink, some people see blue type of thing. People ask. I didn't get questions. that when people did the dress, the blue and the. Pur- it just concerns me because it's like, all right, there's a bunch of people out there that are clearly not seeing these graphics as I'm making them. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'm sorry. Well, then again, if you're not one of these people, because if you are one of these people, you wouldn't understand what I'm saying. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers out there. I mean, there's a lot of really really stupid people the average person is really simple yeah it shocks me it makes me sad and it makes me scared and it makes me scared for their parents Mm -hmm. and their kids coming in the future because they have to get raised by those motherfuckers but then again my mom and dad barely raised my ass so it doesn't really matter who your parents are when i'm making graphics or you know projects that are going out to a lot of people i try to think about it as if like a three to four year old would really understand it that's how you resonate good with the general mass public. <laughs> like the office, explain the over budget to me like I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah. Yeah. I'll really have my kids come out. Like when my, my kids come out and, and you ask them, it, do you get this? Yeah, totally. So if Emery's like, oh, I get it. Well, <laughs> older ones, but yeah, they really, they've, I've had, my, I've been out there working for weeks on a project. My uh, 12-year-old will come out and be like, uh, that's st-, like, say one little thing in passing. And you're like, And she's you. completely right. And it <laughs> changes the course of the whole project. This has happened 50 times. That's kind of tight. It is. That's cool. You have a bunch of different eyeballs from different age ranges. Yeah. But they know what the average person's going to, like, if it's too detailed, if there's too much if it's going too much, on, yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's too much of a reference to something, like, there's a certain level of just on par for the general public my thing i like to do things where only like five people get it uh-huh yeah, yeah. you know like yo for the u5 <laughs> it was made your whole day uh-huh. you, you know like when i did the reservoir dogs i did a picture of a i had mini chairs i was for a long time i was finding mini stuff at stores i had a mini wooden chair and hempwick the shit that's usually on my lighter that i light my bong with i got a nug and i put him sitting on the chair and tied him up like like it was rope but it was just hempwick <laughs> And then in pictures, before Instagram had video, in pictures, like one frame, two frame, three frame, I had another guy, Nug, walking up, and I had a mini pair of scissors. I was reenacting the Reservoir Dogs when he chops, when he slices Marvin Nash's ear off. Uh And in it, there's like, he's walking up with a knife, and you can see, and from a different angle, now there's just a chunk missing off Uh the Nug's head. So, And then he comes back, and he's 
Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> Just like that. I mean, I, if I didn't put the description, only a handful of people are going to get that. And that's what I want. Uh-huh. I want that. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to be in a crowded room of a bunch of people and I hear, ah, in the back. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah that one guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's not the way to be. <laughs> you have to appeal to the masses if you want that shit to work. Uh-huh. But still, um, I get what you're saying. One person says something. Go, but like now you, you have such a big community now that it's just like, it's a million people, but they're all those people. Thank you. <laughs> they're all the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. Um, I love our fans are the shit. Yeah, I, I are the have shit. a very unique experience in terms of working with a lot of different people with big fan bases and seeing the reaction from their fans, being cognizant of it when things are dropping over the years. And I've never seen anything like it for sure. It's unbelievable, huh? Yeah, it really is because they're. They're not only just fans of you, but they're rooting for you because yep. they know you as a person. They know your story. They've been following, most of your fans have been following you forever. forever. They watch the entirety of what you put out. They're yep. excited for it. I mean, just the way I would be if I follow somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's cool to find a bunch of people like us. Yeah, it's 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 really exactly what it is. A bunch of people that we would be like. I mean, hey, that changed my life. Like when Rogan first came out, that single handedly changed my life. Probably kept me out of jail. Kept me out of a ton of shit because it's like. Oh, these are who I'm actually like. Yep. And they're successful. Exactly. And, they're and they can do it. And they've done it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like when I was a kid and everyone's laughing at Chris Farley, I thought like, yo, this fat guy making everybody laugh. <laughs> he can do it. Like if he can do it, I'm pretty sure I can do that. Mm. I used to be extreme physical comedy when I was a kid. <laughs> I would land on my fucking face if, I, if it made it funnier. Uh-huh. I used to do a bunch of... St- I used to do the... Uh, um, the pans, the cookie sheets over the head. Because when my friends would come over, they'd be like, oh my God. And then they'd laugh when they realized I was I was okay. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I would just do stupid shit. I'd jump off the jungle gym and land flat and quote fucking uh, the mask. Look, mom, roadkill. Uh-huh. I would do that shit all the time because people would be like, oh my God. And they start laughing. I just thought it was fun. Like, Everyone's laughing. All right, my job is done. I'm out. Uh, I'm the go original back and not jackass. Do my work. Oh, the original jackass. I think everyone was the original jackass. Everyone as kids was jumping into the bushes and doing stupid shit. But when it came out, everyone and their mom started jumping into bushes and doing stupid yeah. shit. Because I wasn't that wild, man. I wasn't doing shit like. <sighs> I really, really love jackass. Uh, this is crazy. Why we got in this topic? But jackass, I. There's there's been like five shows I happen to walk in and it's the world premiere premiering new episode. Remember remember those like first episode pilot series or all that shit. Yeah, I'd have the MTV the Globe. Yep, spinning. spinning. I walked in and it was Johnny Knoxville. I didn't know it was just a skinny guy with a tall guy and he was on rollerblades trying to jump a little canal and he broke his ankle. And I remember thinking, yo, he just broke his ankle on TV. What show is this? We were so simple then. Uh, We were so simple. You had never seen anything. Now it's oh, what compilate? Now one five minute compilation on YouTube is Jackass series. Yeah, that's something I scroll by as I'm just walking around the house. Yeah, Hmm. another guy jumping off. Hmm. Hmm. But when it came out, it's because they were the first to do it on a global scale. I mean, when they came, I had the Jackass shirt, the fucking uh, 
skulls with the American flag, uh-huh. the skull and crossbones on the American flag, and it said Jackass this big, MTV on the back of the shirt. And I remember every single time, because I you can't wear something that says Jackass to school. I was in the sixth fucking grade. So I remember when teachers would walk by, I'd do this one. And they walk by. I'd, I'd hold my backpack a little tighter and higher. Mm. So it'd go up and cover the Jackass logo on the back. And I just, <laughs> and when the teacher would be in class, it'd turn. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> ah, <laughs> just trying to hide that shit. I wore so much stupid shit as a kid. I'm surprised I got away, I got away with it. I wore a lot of skate shit that was like a little, a little edgy. I used to wear a lot of, uh, Random shit from Frisco because my mom would always go to San Francisco. I'd find cool shit. But um, did you guys have the whole era of Jinko jeans and all that? I've heard of Jinko jeans, but I was poor. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're talking about just the <laughs> '90s thing. I don't know what they were. They were like fucking bell bottoms, basically, with a stripe down the side of them. Ew, that's what those are. My sister used to rock that shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're like. Well, I think she made those ICP style. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so my sister was a fucking. She used to have the Liberty Spikes. The big, uh, oh God, my sister used to fucking beat my ass guys. Yeah. She used to have the big Liberty spike. She was like into punk hella. She was always, uh, gluing shit to her clothes and, and pins and putting pins in her fucking eyebrows and that she was there. Liberty spikes right there. That's what my <laughs> sister used to, when Rosie first, when me and Rosie first started hanging out and she saw her, my sister, this is my sister. And when she left, she goes, is that the girl who used to have the really big spikes? I'm like, yeah, it's my sister. She's a dick. And now she's cool, but yeah, my sister used to have all that shit. Anyway, back to Jackass. When I first saw that, it blew my fucking mind. I fell in love with all those fools. And then about 14 to 15 is when I got introduced to CKY. Do you know what CKY is, Marty? No. CKY is Bam, Ryan Dunn, Rav himself, Brian DiCamillo, Raekwon. Jackass. The little group of, they were doing that shit at like 12. Uh, 13 and what happened is Johnny Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine found them I, th- I think that's how the story goes they saw them and were like yo these guys have been doing because CKY had a huge fan base Bam was a pro skater at like fucking 17 16 mm. Bam is such a bad ass fucking skateboarder and like you guys know in story times I used to skate my whole life and I stopped like a year or two before I saw Jackass so Ryan and Ethan when all those fools were, were all doing drugs and getting fucked up we watched CKY because we loved that shit. CKY is the ultimate. Remember we were talking about white guy stuff, Marty, in the first episode? Oh, yeah. That's white guy shit. Fucking slapping you in the dick. <laughs> that is CKY, man. That is the epitome of, of white boy frat shit. Nice. And it's great. I love it. But when that shit came out, dude, that was everything to me. It was everything. And now Steve-O's got a fuck. We got to get Steve-O on the fucking podcast. You know how bomb that would be? You know how much... It's that's twenty years of knowledge of Steve O I have in my head. You probably remember more shit about his career than, than he, he does. does. For sure. For sure. Just because I know he was talking about the drugs and all that yeah. kind of fucked him up. I remember everything. I remember when he did the elephant backflip sh- into the into shit. The be- that's the one that, that I was first the, thought I think of. that was first or second yeah. episode. I remember he regurgitated that uh goldfish. Yeah. And I uh you know when you not when you throw up in your mouth, but you get like that puke taste? Uh-huh. That happened when I yeah. first saw the goldfish thing. And yeah. I remember thinking, oh, that guy's deal is fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the first one to stretch beyond. He was like, gross, isn't it? The fish funny. hook in the movie, I can't do that. I fast forward it every time I watch. Do you remember that one? Uh, no. He put a real, real fish hook that they, sh- they, they fish with, like, try to catch sharks. Uh-huh. He put that bitch through oh, his cheek yeah. and then jumped into shark water <laughs> yeah. with a bleeding cheek. Mm-hmm. No. 
fuck that bullshit. And then the shark was coming for him, and he was trying to swim away, and he accidentally kicked it in the nose, and it took off. <laughs> and I don't think I don't even think he saw the shark right then and there. If he didn't do that, he would have got bit by a shark. Uh, no thanks. No fucking thing. I feel like things like I would get so fucked up so quickly. Like I like I don't know how how many shark attack victims watch that. The shark just swam away from this fool. I know, like, huh? Some people just dodge I, all the. Some people just dodge all the death. <laughs> they dodge the death, and then people just over here getting fucking hit by icicles and dying. Death Dodgers. There's a new podcast for you. Damn Death Dodgers. <laughs> Final Destination Six. Um. Sorry, guys, we got off topic there. <laughs> My bad. That was all stemmed from deep fake. Okay, guys. So, where were you originally going with that? Ready, Marty? Yep. Hey, Marty. You know what deep fake is? Uh-huh. And you go, Yeah. <laughs> you know who you're talking to. Yeah. yeah. And then you went, You know who the fuck you're talking to? And then it just got crazy. So, this deep fake shit, I thought Jim Carrey was redoing a scene from The Shining. And I thought to myself, Oh, he is doing it movement for because mo- I have photographic memory. I know exactly a movies how this motherfucker's moving and talking, and I was thinking he is acting Jack Nicholson more than Jack Nicholson right now. And as he was getting up, I'm like, "Yo, Jim Carrey, they did a great job on making him look like Jack Nicholson in The Shining." And then I found out it was deep fake. So for all you out there that don't know what deep fake is, like I didn't, deep fake is the most it's the scariest and most detrimental thing to the fucking human population that's ever happened. Right now, if I go beat someone's ass on the street, I can make it look like you beat someone's ass on the street. They can take your face and put it on someone's face and it is so it's indistinguishable. It is so fucking scary. You have no idea. I could be having a FaceTime conversation with fucking Tom Hanks and think it's fucking Tom Hanks and it could be just a voice actor and a random guy. It's scary, Marty. You've seen it. It makes me feel like a shitty graphic artist because yeah, no. it's too much. <laughs> Fuck it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Too much. Hey, Deanna Rosie, you guys seen David Deep? <laughs> Marty, I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> no, man, I'm talking about that deep fake shit is so real. I can't tell it apart, and I don't like that. That's that's the thing for me. I don't like that. My brain can't say that's the fake one. Yeah, you're not supposed to fuck with reality. Yeah, you know it's it. fucking with your actual perception. And I don't, oh, uh, how many, how long has that been around? You know what I'm saying? Did Mike, Mike Tyson, did you really buy him in the ear or was it somebody else? You know what I mean? Like, you could, it could be that old. It could be that fucking old, dude, to where someone's been faking a whole fucking career off that shit. Mm-hmm. It's I possible. Mean, when they, I mean, think about it, dude. If they could do that, can they do that live? Uh, eventually. Right? Could they do a little fucking chip under your hair that puts a little oh, soup? Yeah, oh, for sure. A oh, screen over your face? That's what I'm saying. Like, damn, my Tyson, was that even you? Because, mm-hmm. dude, think about that right now. What was it? Uh, oh, what was I listening to the other day? Oh, I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast. I'm just going to say this right now. Freddie Gibbs is the funniest fucking rapper on the planet. Uh-huh. He's the funniest motherfucker of all time. That man makes me crack the fuck up. And then you have to remember... Oh, this is Freddie Gibbs. Hard-ass rapping-ass Freddie Gibbs. Shit, that motherfucker's tight. And yo, did you listen to the episode? It was four hours long. I I caught a couple clips of it. Okay, yo. This fool is talking about how MF Doom talked about he used to send somebody in a mask when he didn't want to go to perform in his shows. Mm. He would just send somebody, pay somebody to wear a mask and do the show because he always wears a fucking mask. So that's why I bring up the deep fake. How long have we been able to fake that kind of shit? 
Mm. Can you do it live? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, did you see that little that guy that pretended to be Lil Pump and got all the way on stage as Lil Pump? Mm. I don't know about that. He he just dressed like him, bro. That's all he did. Have a couple security guards, some people taking pictures. These fools let him straight into the VIP section, all that shit to the stage. And it wasn't even him. Mm. So if that little glimpse can make 500 people in that club go, oh my God, it is Little Pump. What's this deep fake shit going to do to us? Get us into wars and shit. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> shit just like that. Hey, country, this is us pissing on your flag. President. President of the United States. No, hell no. That's not fair. I want I want to be able to see. You can't, see, you can't believe anything unless you see it in person and touch it now. You know what I'm saying? But even still, I mean, you got a little pump walking around. Those fools are I cool. know, and touch, and like be up there and, and, and be, you know what, then again, there's lookalikes. You know what? I'm just going to stay at my house, man. I'm just going to stay at my house. And like we said, we're not creeps. We're not perverts. <laughs> Me and Marty are just chilling. So one day when we get rich as fuck, please, best believe, you ain't not going to see Jurassic graphics and dope as usual. Uh, uh, we're chest bumping <laughs> underage girls and fucking, you know, giving knuckles and shit. I feel like I have we me and you have extra authority to speak on this shit because you're one of the only people that I know aside from myself that genuinely signed up for like a monogamous relationship at a young age and stuck to it. Yes. I I knew when I was doing it, I was 21. I'm like, I know what I'm signing up for. You know, this is a special situation. I'm not going to slap it in the face, but I don't really know anybody else in that boat. I, I know some I know some people, but I don't know. Rosie and I. When we started dating, we didn't think, I mean, you don't think of like, where are we going to be in five years? You're just dating somebody. No, I was different. But you're I was different. You really got married and had a child. It. And you said, the moment I met April, I knew that was it. I get what you mean. Because I remember it was day four and Rosie, I remember the day I was like, oh yeah, this is the person I'm going to chill with forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like day four. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I almost ruined it with April off the bat too. Because you were still dating another human being, uh, you mean? <laughs> but even then, I was a G about it because I told her. You told I'm her like, right off the I bat. I told her off the I bat. Remember. And that was inadvertently the, the strongest game I could have did because it reeled her in stronger. But she was a G about it because she was like, uh, okay, that's fine. We'll just be friends. We'll just I hang out. I reeled her in stronger. <laughs> <laughs> what a, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Talking about Dave Spell. Uh-huh. Gotcha, bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> I yeah. wish she was here right She'll now. She'll confirm go, all this. Yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was true. Oh, uh, you told me the story. You he, this man it was met his wife and says, "I love really you." Was. First day, basically, and goes, "But I'm dating another human, so let's just be friends." Mm. <laughs> You're a wild motherfucker, mm, Marty. Yeah, it was, uh, something like that. Wait, well, speak. Tell us. Nah, yeah, listen, I was with a girl that I thought I was going to be with because she was a singer. She had a shit her shit together. She had a house. You know, this is unheard of. Out, you know, way far away from where I lived. But yeah, that didn't work out. But as that was not working out is when I came into contact with April. So there was this gray area where I was in both. All the all the dudes I know would have not even gave that a second thought that I had kids with all the girls they could have had kids with. Gross. <laughs> but yeah, I let her know right away, like because we hung out once or twice. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with like play around with your emotions like this. I'm still halfway in this other relationship like. It's not going to happen. I, I was so dead focused on music, too. I was just like, yeah. 
But then the more I thought about it, like all my friends had babies, mamas, and all this drama and shit. So I was really putting out there to the universe, like I want something solid. I want that. I want that situation. And then when it came to me, and then I realized it came to me. It's like other things in life where you're like, shit, I asked for this, and it came to me. Now I gotta really treat it with some fucking respect. That's how I thought about it. Like it'd be a slap in the face to whatever forces out there brought me this situation. Because especially once you add kids in the equation and shit. Damn, Marty. You just broke down life. <laughs> you just hear this right now? And there's so many fools going, yeah, yeah, right now with all their homies looking around like, you guys are all the people he's talking about. Yeah, I don't I feel like people are here. cheering me on because I signed up for some no, unique shit. Some unique <laughs> shit. You, did, you, you basically did military life minus the military. You did exactly what military people do. Like, yo, I like you. Uh-huh. Married. Kids. Uh, life. Life. <laughs> Except you're like, you know what? I'm doing this rap shit right now. I don't think I like you. What a way. That I was her in hard. Yeah. I like the way you put that. <laughs> yeah. No, she'll it, tell I you. didn't even know what I was doing. I didn't know that that was the effect, but it was. The, it had that effect. But then that's what a G April is. So follow me now. The girl that I was dating prior to her, I was basically living at her condo. She was a singer. We had done some songs together. Okay. Wait, Marty, you impressed this girl so hard with your lyrics, you, she, you, she moved you in? Yes. <laughs> Listen. Wait, we can't see your face. I say what you guys can see his face. Really? Yes. <laughs> that was the most confident thing I've ever heard besides, hey, you know how to focus this camera? Yes. I'm more confident in that first one than the camera focus. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, you got to understand because. She moved you into her condo? Literally, though. She had a boyfriend, okay? <laughs> she. I had a girlfriend Marty. at the time, okay? Listen to how messed up this is. I didn't really oh, like shit. the girl that I was with at the time. The singer? No, this was a different girl. So I'm Yo, with this other Kevin girl. you're Kevin Federline? No, listen, this sounds, this sounds bigger and better okay, than it was. Okay, please keep going. This is a string keep of going. events. It's not glamorous. All right? So I'm, I was with this girl. I, just, I knew I didn't like this one girl I was with. Okay, whatever. Like, so Valentine's Day is rolling around, and I'm like, what am I going to get her oh, for Valentine's Day? The same girl that you don't like? You said, what am I going to get? Have you ever watched The Office? No. You're Ryan. But okay. keep going. All right. So I'm like, all right, twofer. I'm going to make her a song. Okay, Valentine's Day. I'm going to get a new song out of this. I was recording heavy. I'm in the studio three times a week at this point. So then this other girl, I had already been having my eye on her because she was a big singer in Buffalo. So then I reached out to her. Hey, you want to collaborate? I want to do a song. So then I go over to her house. Her boyfriend's there, families, her condo, all this shit. I meet her. That basically, probably that next day, I think she had already made up in her mind, like, all right, I'm getting rid of this dude I'm with. I was like, we... uh, by Valentine's Day, me and her were a couple. Okay. So for everyone in the car that's dying laughing and can't keep pay attention, Marty's with the girl and he goes, nah, eh, she's okay. Don't really like her. Let me get rid of her soon. Valentine's Day ain't coming up. Can't be a dick. Let me get her something. It's cool. You're a nice guy. And then you go, hey, girl, other girl, I kind of like you, but can we make a song together for my girlfriend so she'll be really happy? I didn't know I liked her yet. And then you, oh, you didn't know you liked her. So, you went, so he her. goes and makes a song with this girl and goes, hey, I like you. The song we're making for my girlfriend is now for you. <laughs> and then she goes, damn, this motherfucker's lyrics are so damn hard. I'm kicking my boyfriend out tomorrow. And in two days, I'm going to be dating this motherfucker with the lyrics. 
And then you, they both got, did that, her boyfriend and your girlfriend get together? Because I would admit, I would be like, yo, you guys should meet. Because you guys both get fucked. <laughs> yo, Marty, that was the most scandalous shit. But I was even, I let the girl know, though. Like, I didn't string her along. No, it's not like you were it an was asshole. I get it. But shit that if, if we just write this on yeah, paper on bad. what you did with bullet points. It sounds bad. Damn, Marty, don't, damn, Marty. So let me keep going here. So yeah. So then I'm with this girl for about two months. She has her own place. Yeah. She had Wait, her. And you moved in mm-hmm. because Basically. you're a fucking baller. Basically, no, because no, I didn't have anything. I'm saying I mean, you're yeah, a baller yeah. in the terms of talking. I'm a baller in terms of having all my shit in a garbage bag, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Marty, stop. Yo, we got to show the picture. Marty sent me. Sorry to interrupt. Marty sent me a picture the other day. I go, what rap? What group is this? And I look on the side. I go, is that fucking Marty with nine dudes wearing the same matching shirt? Holy shit, that place looks rough. And then there's Marty on the side. Sup? I'm gonna fucking ball on all of you motherfuckers. Sorry. Continue. She kicked her boyfriend out. You mm-hmm. moved in basically because you're a baller with your words. Yeah. And she goes, hey, you need to move in. Did yeah. you write? Hold on. Did you write any songs for her? Yes. Oh, there you go. She was like, yeah, no, yeah, you're going to yeah. pay That's rent where somehow, motherfucker. Going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's where going. the story is going. That song that I was going to make for Your my girlfriend? original girlfriend turned into like my best song I ever made. Like my, some of my friends, had, it got played at weddings. It was a cool song. It was called, it was, it was a good song. So we recorded it. All right. It got played at weddings in Buffalo. Uh-huh. Yo. On the radio. Yeah. All that. On the radio, your song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's bomb. So. Did you have a, oh yeah, you did. He have a straight cut with a diamond stud. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. The, uh, with the chin strap and all that. Man, listen, <laughs> they would, I would go to barber shops in like the neighborhood and shit and they would not know, like they wouldn't have a pair of scissors. I remember this was a joke. Like the, it's a long story. Anyway. Yeah. I used to have those haircuts and shit. Anyway. Yeah. So Keep going. This you went on for a couple months. We made this song. It was my best song. We did a couple songs. I wasn't. I thought I was about to really. I wasn't. I was in the hit. My real fucking like heyday of really coming super close to big time record deals. It was in that right. whole era. And this is when you moved out here. But yeah, right. This is before that. Oh, no, this is a couple years even before that. Oh damn. So uh, yeah. So then we. Um, she just had a lot of like I don't know a lot of unresolved stuff. Kids that age, especially out of Buffalo, you have so many fucking issues. How old are you, 19, 20? Yeah, 19, 20, 21. Her dad died. That was the reason she had the condo. She had oh, gone through a bunch damn, of shit. that sucks. So she just had, you know, a bunch of unresolved stuff going on. It didn't, you know, it, it started, like, not working out. But as as that was happening is when, like, me and April were getting. And how'd you meet she April? She was MySpace. She messaged me on MySpace. She, she, she saw my pictures at the G-Unit office, I think is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think the G unit pictures got her. And then she, yeah, she started, yeah, she started messaging me. Yeah. That was the first one. And then, uh, I remember I left, I left from, from that, the singer's house. I went to April's apartment and fucking Seneca and Princeton for everybody in Buffalo. So wait, and, uh, then you, she messaged you on MySpace and said, mm-hmm. yo, want a high five? Basically. And you went over there. Yep. So you already didn't like this other girl anymore. I had already, I was already. In your mind you were done. I was keeping my options open after that at that point. Cause she had really like, 
I was like, I saw how my whole life could go in that moment. Like, oh shit, I'm out of Lackawanna. She's out in like the, the richest, nicest part of town. She's got her shit together. She's going to college. Like, I could totally see how this is going to go. Gotcha. And then. And you guys are making music together and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay. I get it. You thought it was going to be dope as fuck. And then you realize, yo, this girl's crazy. <laughs> I don't, you don't want to say it like just, that. No, not even I'm like that. I'm saying that she for really a girl that's listening. Yeah. Okay. Just Marty didn't ready. say that. Too young, he did yeah. go like this. <laughs> but you know like, no not at all nah, there's a camera on you man i'm yeah, lying yeah. i'm a liar uh, but um so you met april because she said yo let's high five and chest bump mm -hmm. okay. yeah i met april and then started bringing her around all my friends all my friends loved my other girlfriend too because we were all in music and she was like the biggest oh, singer in town so she knew all my friends she had been in, hanging out with us and shit and it's small and it's super small yeah so gotcha. like yeah so anyway about a year after i had been with april I wanted to re-record that song because it was one of my best songs. And now I was in real studios and I wanted to have it redone gotcha. and go in and really do it and mix and master it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to rewrite it. I'll get a new singer. We'll go in there and figure it out. It's going to be awesome. And she's like, no, get her, have her come and do it. Don't, April said that. Yeah. Don't change any other words. Don't change anything. Have her come in and redo it. Did you do that? Yeah. Oh shit. The girl was down to re-record with you after yes. you dumped the rest. Yeah, because... Did you dunk on her when you left? I did. Oh, what'd Fuck you do? Fuck yeah, I did. What'd you do when you left? Because we were walking out. <laughs> yeah. We were walking out. In that year, I had gotten my shit together. In that year, because now it was two of us. It was me and April. I had gotten my shit together to the point that I had a nice car. I had things going on. So I was like... Oh, I dunked. She was like... As we're walking out, like I'm so I didn't really consider your feelings and the whole, I'm, I was I had so much going on. I'm sorry. So I this is during a fight and she was being a dick to you. This was as we're walking out of the studio. She starts saying this. Oh, like going back because it was all just. Wait, unresolved. you're talking about when she saw? Oh, because you got you. I'm talking about when you broke up with her originally. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even a clean. It oh, wasn't so even, it was unresolved. Yeah, it was basically just. Unresolved. I've never broken up with anybody, so I yeah, had no idea. It was uh yeah, it was just a you know fallback basically i guess but anyway she was like she apologized and shit and i was like oh no it is okay listen everything is fucking perfect like it's fine trust me it is fine and then you and one juke the rash and dunk on <laughs> as you got into your fucking 300 yeah exactly yeah <laughs> pop that master in and uh yeah that was it though april was a g for that one right she's like no the girl you le left for me I want you to go record with her by yourself. Go re-record the re -record song you wrote for her with her without oh me there. Oh my god, how terrible! <laughs> Marty repurposed the song and snagged two girls. <laughs> three, three, <laughs> snagged three. Damn, <laughs> he's batting a thousand, Marty. Yeah, yeah, you got to make those studio hours count. They're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> he uses that as a fucking Christmas and Valentine's Day present <laughs> and studio time. Yeah. Yo, you are good. <laughs> You're, uh, why do we keep bringing Dave Chappelle up? You literally just, no, thank you, and took the money from the bum right now. That is the fuck you did have, big. Yeah, yeah. Yo, exactly. that was a good, I've never heard that part of the story. Mm -hmm. That was good. I loved it. So we get from that whole situation that Marty's nice guy doing scandalous, scandalous things. None of the girls <laughs> I ever dealt with in life would say a bad thing about me, though. I can definitely I'll say, say you're that. a nice guy. Yeah. And then you just fucking double pumped him and fucking yeah. left. Yeah, I mean, shit. I was it, in those years. You're trying to figure it out. You know, I wasn't like I had my couple of years of like you know just messing with a bunch of girls and shit. But I knew by the time I was 19 or 20, I like knew in my head, I want one solid girl. I said it out loud. 
I remember literally we were riding in the car and I like described the girl I wanted. It was you were riding the car with who? With my boys. Oh, okay. So I remember because he looked at me crazy. With? I was like, this, this sounds fucking stupid. But I was like, You I, dumb. You got money right now. You're rapping. You're trying to get one girl. I, that wasn't yeah. That's I didn't literally what your friends money. were saying. I was yeah, I was a starving artist. Oh, but okay, okay. We you know. There was a bunch of I was like, I, I want like a hood ass white girl is what I said. It sounds fucking stupid. You now. literally just described me. Bro. That's what I said. I was like, and then my friend next to me looks at me. He's like, uh, yeah, no shit. You like, I want I was me, like, but a girl. <laughs> I was dating all these like randoms, you know, that I was just like, I was like thinking of eight mile. I want the girl. He had an eight mile. She was down for him. Like she was fucking. Yo, Marty, get the fuck. <laughs> and then literally oh god you fast forward a month later fast forward two months beyond that we got a fucking family it was like Jesus shit happened Christ. quick and it but it, was, it all happened within months yeah oh man like we got together i stayed over at her apartment and that was it i live here now like we're together we're married got a habit of that <laughs> yeah stayed at that girl's house in the studio <laughs> go hey guy you gotta you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> You want me to wrap you out the door, motherfucker? Nah. You gotta go. But our first, I'll our come first, up with a hook. First apartment was a shithole. You like, I'm talking about <laughs> infested. Like her aunt, her April's aunt was like, lived there for a while too. She was didn't want to be there, didn't want to live there. The first night that she lived, first night she was there, somebody threw a brick through her windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly that sucks. wake up with a brick through your windshield. And you know what sucks? Is something under your car. You don't know if it's personal. Mm -hmm. You don't know if totally. that's a grudge coming back again. Yep. It's going to be your head next time. Yep. You're just Somebody's like, damn, man. You. Who the fuck did I play? <laughs> or if it's just completely random. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the fuck did we get on that topic, guys, but let's get on to this next topic, which is almost the same fucking topic. Okay? So, updated news in life. All right? You guys already know, Rosie and I, Rosie, we have been dating for nine years, going on 10 years, right? It's fucking weird to say out loud. Super fucking weird to say out loud. Anyway, so this guy right here, all these podcasts you've been watching, I've been in a little devious fuck and been planning some shit. And this last Saturday and what's today? Wednesday? A couple days ago, guys, um, I finally did what I was going to do. And me and Rosie are now engaged. I proposed to Rosie on Saturday. Oh, it wasn't even a proposal. It was like, hey, motherfucker, I know the answer, but here's a ring. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. I asked her, do I need to ask? She said, shut the fuck. She's all, shut up. And then I put the ring on her. Like, That's I didn't need to ask. Is. I did not need to ask. I already knew the answer. It was more of, hey, I did it. Are you ready? Because we always talk about it. We talk, we've been together for nine years. We, always, we talk about getting married. Like, I'm not in a rush. I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. We're both busy. Whenever it happens, it happens. But for everyone out there that's been following for a long time, yes, Rosie and I are now engaged. She's no longer my girlfriend. No longer my girlfriend, which is weird. Weird to think about. It's crazy. It's such a trip, guys. It's fucking insane to think about it. But, yeah, I've been planning this shit for a long-ass time, and I finally got around to do it because I needed it. I needed all the circumstances to work out right. You know, I need... My plan was to do it. This is what this is what my plan was. My plan was I was going to have my uncle John, but obviously you guys know he passed away. I talked to him in last year in summertime. 
and he passed away like a month after I told him like we had a plan, right? We had a plan to like make the I was gonna make the house look like it did when we first met. So when we first met was at the Push Trees house on twenty seventh Street in Merced. So since pandemic's been happening and we haven't really been going to Merced, I knew I was gonna propose there. I've been planning this shit for like fucking a long this has been a long time coming. Anyway, it worked out. Uh, I recorded I've been I had Rosie thinking we were recording another vlog for a, the whole week. But little does she know, I was recording her, and when she turned around, I'd look at the camera like, like she has no idea that she was recording her own video. So that's what I had going. We went down to Merced. I didn't sleep last week. Every fucking night, I was just thinking like, oh my god, I wish I could just fast forward days right now because I just want to get, I just want to go to Merced and do this shit already because I didn't want her to find the ring. Every day was stressful. We live in the same house. I thought like. Why is she going to randomly go to need one of my shoeboxes? But I thought she was going to find the ring. Or what the fuck is this? I just thought that it was going to get ruined. And I've been planning for so long. So I was up all fucking night till four or five in the morning every night last uh, last week. I went and got the ring with my friend. Shout out to Peter Marco. Peter Marco and Rodeo, right? Peter Marco and Rodeo. That's where I got the ring. Uh, my friend John took me down there. Peter Marco is super fucking cool. He kind of reminds me of Sam Kinison. He's just, ah, he's got a lot. And he was super cool guy. But he was anyway, super cool guy. We got the ring. We are now engaged for everyone out there. And I want to tell you guys a little story because people ask me all the fucking time, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? And the other thing is, how did you guys meet? So today I want to tell you guys a little story. I'll make it, I'll make it quick. I won't go elaborate, but I'll tell you guys how Rosie and I met. So we've been dating for nine years, going on ten years. Um we met on 11, 11, 12, 11, right? No, 11, 11, 20, 22. Yeah, it's 11, 11, it's 11, 22, 11. November 22nd, 2011. That's such a sick ass fucking combination. One, one, two, two, one, one. That's the day we started dating. So my high ass just stuttered my way through numbers right now, Rosie. What the fuck? For everyone wondering why I'm looking that way, Rosie's right there. So this is how we met, guys. I, you guys know that I didn't do, I didn't do school. <laughs> I, uh, my last senior year was not a good year for me, okay? I didn't show up. So <clears throat> we had a class called Cat Bat where you go hang out with, like an elementary kid, show them dodgeball, basketball. You know that. You get on the bus, you go to the elementary, you do one period, and you leave. So I met Rosie on that. Well, I didn't meet Rosie on that bus. I saw her on that bus. That's it. I knew that that was Rosie. I had nothing else. I didn't go to school. I didn't talk to anybody. I knew people I talked to, and that was it. I, From her perspective, I was the guy that was just high and on drugs or whatever and sold drugs. That's it. I was that guy in class, and I never showed up. That's one thing she said. You know, you just never showed up to class. Anyway, fast forward. I'm 21. I'm 21 years old, and I sell weed, obviously. And the only reason I go to bars is so I can drink a little bit with my friends but sell weed to people. People at bars will just buy weed. Do you understand what I'm saying? People at bars and they want to smoke right now will give you $40 for a dub. They'll give you anything. You can skimp those motherfuckers if you want. I didn't, but it was more of, oh, yeah, but you mean 20? Here, here it is, gone. Here it is, gone. And I would sell like a fucking half zip to a zip and I get to chill with my friends. All my shits are free basically because I just bought it with the weed money that I was sitting there making. What's up, guys? Before we get into this love story, I want to tell you guys about ball stuff. I'm trying to think of a better way to do it. 
Let's talk about your dick. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm going to do. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying this episode. This is a How I Fell in Love with My Girlfriend episode. And before we get into all the soft stuff, let's talk about your balls. Yes, guys, this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. If you don't know what Manscaped is, here's the uh, family-friendly pitch. This is a, a groomer for your nether regions below the belt. Keep yourself trimmed. Don't look gross. Now, for the R type of ad read, this is to trim your balls. This is to trim your pubic hair. Don't look like a nasty bitch when you go out and you meet some girl and you come back and she goes... I'm going to fucking leave. That would be the most embarrassing thing on the fucking planet. All right? Manscaped has everything. They got cologne. They got fucking wipes. And when I say wipes, you know how girls have feminine wipes? These are wipes for your balls. And I'm not kidding. They're called ball wipes. Manscaped's advertising is fucking amazing. It literally plays to anybody that has a sense of humor and it's not a prude. If you want to get your own Manscaped products, go to www.manscaped.com, but use code YOLA. If you use code YOLA, you get 20% off and free shipping. Don't pay the fucking shipping fees. Just use code YOLA at checkout. If you saw our ad read last week, uh, we definitely didn't show our dicks, but we did show how to use Manscaped, how to trim it up. It worked. I had a professional barber come over, and he goes, yo, these are really good. And I said, good, because it's our sponsor. We've all almost cut our dick off. We've all almost cut our balls off. So be safe. Use the lawnmower 3.0. It's, it's technologically advanced not to catch the skin and cut you. That's what it's for. It's, it's for your balls. So thank you guys so much for watching this ad read. And like I said, if you don't like our ad reads, fuck off. So again, guys, use code YOLA at checkout. 20% off free shipping. Back to the episode. So we're at this bar. I walk in and there's a girl, Monica. I know her from school. Monica's standing right next to Rosie. I say, you know, hello to Rosie. You know when you don't know a girl, you don't like, hey, what up? But I did that to Monica. Hey, what's going on? And I like shook Rosie's hand. Hi, how you doing? Thomas, like, I introduced myself, guys. I'm polite. So I'm walking around. I'm chilling with my friends at the bar. I fucking hate the bar. I don't like being at the bar, especially when you're 21. Everybody out there right now, if you're 21 to 23 and you're still in your hometown, you go to a bar, is like going to the senior circle. It's like going back to the quad. It's like chilling at lunchroom in the break. It's the same motherfuckers. I ain't trying to go back and chill with motherfuckers I didn't chill with anyway. So that's why I don't really like going to bars. Like I said, I went so I could sell weed and I chill with my friends. But this time I'm chilling and like 15 minutes after I get there, Rosie comes up to me and she asked me, hey, Monica said you sell weed. Uh, can I buy weed from you, basically? That's pretty much how she, she didn't say it like that. That's, she pretty much said like, oh, Monica said you have weed. Can I buy weed? And then, sorry, my high ass is stumbling over here. And um, I looked at her like, are you fucking kidding me? In my head, I'm saying like, Thomas, you fucking asshole. But in reality, what I said was the one fucking night, huh? And she goes, huh? I go, the one night I don't bring weed, I'm so sorry. I don't have any fucking weed. I didn't bring any weed to sell. I'm sorry. And she's like, fuck. Oh, shit. And Monica walks up. And then um, they get my phone number. Get my phone number. They come by weed, I think, the next day. And let's say that's March, right? We start chilling heavy. Rosie and I, Monica, my roommate. We just And some of my friends come up. We're all drink. Rosie and I used to drink heavy as fuck. I mean, we still smoked. But we used to drink, uh, we used to get a, a handle of Captain Morgan. That's what we used to get whenever we drank. And pe- people would split it. We'd drink it. But this is how it happened. Rosie's cool as shit. She's super awesome. That's why I was like, yeah, you can come to my house. Because I sell fucking drugs. I got packs. I have a lot of money. I'm not just letting random people that I know from high school be in my house. Just because she's a girl doesn't mean she won't set your ass up and get robbed. Don't be, a, don't be dumb. 
So I didn't know Rosie well. I didn't know Monica well. But I knew, like, they weren't bad. They weren't bad people because I don't let new people in my life. I don't let people, even now. But back then it was way worse. So we're chilling. We're hanging out. We hang out. Like, then it starts turning into, hey, you want to smoke? Hey, you guys trying to hang out? You guys want to chill? And it becomes those friends, those friends that just come over. You, do you know what I'm saying? And my, my best friend was Jeebus, but my other best friend at the time was this girl named Randy, that fucking dickhead, this girl named Randy. And she was like my, my other best friend. She was cool. I went to call. I had hella classes with her. We smoked weed all the time. She was cool. And um, after the months go by, Rosie and Monica come over. We, it's like a routine. They walk in, put our stuff on the table, this exact circle-looking table, put our stuff on the table, walk in the kitchen, put our shit in the freezer, you know, get cups ready and shit. We're already smoking. We got the bong out. I have pounds on pounds. So, like, there's no need for for scarce of weed. Like, we're chilling. We're hanging out. I got YouTube on. We're watching a movie, whatever we're watching. And then I noticed over the course of time that we'd go to the kitchen, blah, 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 and everybody would walk back, you know, into the living room to go chill. And Rosie and I would just be talking. And, you know, we'd just randomly like talking about something we get lost the conversation 10 minutes later we walk into the living room Excuse me. and then over the like the next month every time we're hanging out i noticed me and rosie are in the kitchen for like 30 minutes 40 minutes fucking an hour two hours we're just standing in there talking we start drinking we're smoking weed i'll roll joint like right it just became oh everyone's here what's up rosie uh and it became like me and rosie chilling not everybody else and then we go oh yeah everybody's in the living room let's go hang out with them do you see what I'm trying to say? It became to the point where I noticed, like, I, I'm just I'm just here to hang out with Rosie at this point. You know, nobody else is here, basically. So I realized, like, oh, shit, I like Rosie. Damn it. Fuck. All right. Because I'm thinking about me is I don't, the girls are not a concern to me. I was concerned about making money, finishing school. I was put off by girls my whole life. I don't, I don't really fuck with girls heavy because I don't want kids. My mom had her first 16, 18. My dad was 18 and 20. Like, they were kids having kids. Everybody in my high school was fucking pregnant. There's there's girls with... There was a daycare. Which school was it, babe? East Campus. There's a daycare at East Campus for the students' kids. All right? Let's just put it fucking that way. And if you have kids as a teenager, nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to do. <clears throat> Not me. Not me, friend. That's why I just try to stay away from girls unless they were cool as fuck. And then I can't. Because now they're cool as fuck. And do you, you see where I'm going with this? I put, I, I, girls were my last thing. I didn't give a fuck. We went to parties. Like, I don't care. You, you want to buy weed? Because I got my pay my rent. Like, that, that's really what it is. Do you want to buy weed? Sick. That was it. That's all it was for. You want to do drugs? I got cocaine. And that was like all we were doing. And then I was chilling with Rosie. We're hanging out. And I, know, I realized I like Rosie. And it's getting into this whole ordeal. I took mushrooms one night and I called Rosie and then I thought it was a dream and a bunch of weird. And I just realized like, no, I fucking like Rosie. This, I really like Rosie. And then one night I call her, I bought a shit. If you listen to this dealer story time, John, John, the dealer, I bought a shitload of sassafras. Sassafras is like a, like an MDMA cousin. It's very melty. Like it's super like soup feeling and melt and colors are a little more vivid and shit like that. That's that's what sassafras is. I got like I cannot I oh I always want to say it's three hundred pills, but I know it's probably like two hundred. The number in my head always fluctuates. I can't really fully remember. 
I sold about 30. Me and Rosie ate the entire bag. So this is how it happened. I call Rosie and go, yo. So look at now that's getting to the point where it's like, yo, I call Rosie instead of my other friends, my dude friends. Like, yo, you want to do some drugs? Let's just chill. My intentions were never like, let me see if I can bang Rosie. Nothing. It was never like that because I just like I thought she was cool. You know what I mean? When you have friends that are girls, you use friends. But I liked her also. But I wasn't about to fuck our friendship up. Do you see what I'm saying? So we're just hanging out. No matter what, I wasn't going to say shit. I don't know what I was doing, right? So I called her and said, hey, I got hella drugs. And she goes, what the fuck, for real? Because I know she liked ecstasy. I loved ecstasy. And she's like, for real? I go, yeah, it's called Sassafras. My friend gave it to me. They're like little tablets, like fucking Pez. But they, were, they, looked like, they looked like pieces of like plant smashed together. I don't know. They were very weird. I got them that night. I sold like 10 to somebody. I sold 10 to somebody else. I go home and I got them in two Ziploc bags. Like bags, like if you dumped Pez, they're like that shape. So I'm looking at them like, whoa. My friend told me, you're bigger. So you're going to want to take one, maybe two, and wait about an hour and a half. See how you feel. And then take a half. And then take a half. Take a half. Don't do more than like four. Oh, he's like, yeah, they don't have like meth or or anything like that. You're not going to get a crazy heartbeat. You're not going to get all weird. Because a lot of the ecstasy in Merced was cut with meth and that shit. I could taste it. Let's just say that. The second I eat it, I go, oh, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be awake. I know that taste in the back of my teeth. It's like when you're about to eat candy and you get that feeling in your teeth. That's how I feel about ecstasy. Like, oh, hell yeah. Anyway, sorry, my drug addict just came out. Um, I told Rosie, yo, I got a bunch of fucking sassafras. You want to come over? And she didn't live. She lived in the apartment of my best friend used to. The ex, my best friend, we all through high school, he well, a couple years in high school, he lived in this apartment. I remember when he spilled bong water and the stain on the carpet. I walked in. Rosie lives in the same fucking apartment. The same, not apartment complex, the same apartment. So when I, And it was next door to my best friend when I was growing up. My other best friend. Girl, it was so weird. Queen Circle, Emerson. said. Anyway, I walk in. I go, this is Anthony's apartment. It's like, is there a... Is there a brown stain in the back room? She goes, what? She goes, well, I always wondered what that stain was, and that was her room. So the room I used to box with my friend and smoke weed in is now Rosie's actual. It was the weirdest feeling. Swear to God. I look and go, me and Anthony spilled bong water right there. That's where that stain's right there. And she goes, I always wonder what the fuck that stain is. I tried to get it out. I go, no, it's just been there since I was 15. <laughs> now I'm 21. Like, this is the Lord at work here, folks. This is too much. They didn't change the fucking carpet. <laughs> anyway. Um, or uh, even like shampoo it or some shit. It's just no, no, it was it was very faint. It was faint, but you could still see that there was something that got uh, spilled. That was the bong water. Me and Anthony. I remember when it happened. He scrubbed it forever because his mom. Oh, his mom would fuck him up. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, anyway, fast forward. I tell Rosie, "Hey, I got satisfied." She goes, "Oh yeah, but Monica was she sick? Her best friend. Oh yeah, her best friend." Uh, and her, her best friend's best friend, basically. Like, they're all best friends. Three girls. They were coming over to hang out. But Rosie's like, I don't want to chill with this fucking girl. Ashley over chilling with Thomas, even though they were friends. She's like, I'm going to go hang out with Thomas. We're going to do drugs. And it's always Monica, me, Sang, a bunch of multiple people, Jeebus. Like, five people always chilling. It's never, it's never once been just us together. Unless we're in the kitchen. We're just talking and drinking fucking Captain Morgan. So she tells me, oh, fuck. Well, Monica can't come. It'll just be... Um, she texts me and I go, what was it, sleepover? I think she texts me, sleepover, question mark? And I'm just like, Phew. 
Like I backed out. Like imagine that movie. Like what? And I look up. Like Wonder Years. Huh? I go sleepover. What the fuck? And I text back for sure. I'll come get you. And let's do drugs. <laughs> so that's how that started. I went and got her. We're wearing the exact same fucking outfit. Well, not on purpose. And it wasn't pushed trees. I yet. walked it. Nope. I walked in. I go. What the fuck? We have the same outfit on. And then I remember we were leaving and her friend that came over when she's, I don't want to show this bitch over hanging out with Thomas was looking at us like pissed. And I remember thinking like, that's the girl we don't need to hang out with. <laughs> that's all I felt like. I don't like her. And um, she's a nice person. But anyway, sorry to shit on her. I don't give a fuck. Um, we go to my house. This is how it happened, guys. We go to my house, sit on the couch facing the big ass TV, doors to the left hear things behind us we're just chilling for long we start drinking we got a, a, a handle of captain morgan we start drinking when you're on drugs alcohol means nothing alcohol's there like water you can drink it and not be fucked up because it's drug you go give a couple shots to a meth head you know what the fuck i'm talking about anything with like an upper in it makes alcohol irrelevant you, you know what i'm saying that's when people do lines fucking drink all night mm -hmm. that's why because the lines are keeping it away all right makes sense yeah it, you never done drugs doesn't matter you take 10 drinks be fine because uh if I, if I start taking 10 drinks while i'm smoking weed i'm puking you're everything. done you're throwing up no not on cocaine anyway this sass fresh shit me and rosie take two a piece right off the bat and i am not trying to be weird this is my friend i like this person so i'm thinking don't be a weirdo I'm trying not to make the conversation awkward. So I'm like, hey, you, you want to do another one? And it turned into like every time the conversation would stop. Like, you want to do more drugs? You want to do more drugs? And what was it? Four or five hours in, me and Rosie are about five each deep. And he told me, don't do around more than four. And this is not, it's not like I'm bullshitting, guys. That's the start of the night. Are you ready? About hour four we're sitting there on the couch we're watching the simpsons and it was the season like one or two of the simpsons and everything was so bright all the blues were so fucking bright and i'm asking do you still feel like the blues are overly blue and she's like yeah what the fuck so we're just uh, sitting on the couch but you know what i mean and then i can't remember exactly how the words started but she told me I have a crush. And then she said it got real quiet and she'd like said it to me. And I go, fuck for real? Cause so do I. <laughs> it worked out perfect. I didn't have to fuck anything up. She said that shit first. It's like, hey, I have a crush. And you go, get the fuck out of here. Sick. So do I. Do you want to do more drugs? <laughs> That's exactly what happened, guys. We did not sleep. The sun was coming up. I did my count of my bag and we both took like 11 a piece. Mm. And we killed the fucking fifth fully with two, two liters of Coke. We make mixed drinks and chug that shit. So homeboy was off about to take the four sassafras. Oh, they're not like, they don't, they're not cut with any upper, like crazy meth. They're not cut with anything stupid as fuck. Like the ecstasy. Well, I would pills. hope not. I just no, no, pulled the up a picture of sassafras. It looks like a pine tree. It's a, it's a root. Shit. It's a root. Yeah. It's, it just makes you feel like, it's not like you're tripping. It just makes things a little, it's like a microdose of mushrooms. That's how it feels. Like, you're like, ooh, what the fuck? You feel, like, kind of gooey, but, like, you're just relaxed. But you're also, like, awake. 
You're not falling asleep. Are people picking that out in nature? Or, or? I don't know, but my homie had the pills, and he goes, this is sass. This is called sass. the new shit. Mm. But we took like 11 little tablets apiece. It's about 6 in the morning. My friend Jeebs just started dating his girlfriend now. He's still dating her. Just started dating her like two weeks before that. And she stayed the night. And she, he comes out the room at like 6 or 7 in the morning, and me and Rose are still talking. I think we're watching the Flintstones of John Goodman at that time. And he comes out, he goes, are you guys awake still? Right in the living room, right on the couch, and it's right in front of his room. And that's when I realized, oh, it's sun? There's sun? Oh, shit. And then what happened? I about to take you back at like four hours later at 11. I took her back to her house. She was awake. I was awake. We didn't do any. We didn't make out. We didn't do anything. We just chilled with each other. We just hung out. I think we held hands, and we were all fucked up on drugs. But we were still talking to each other about like just random shit the whole night. The conversation never stopped. We were just talking with background noise as the as the TV, and um, I got a text from my friend that Mers from Living Legends Mers was playing in Santa Cruz, and I used to go to Santa Cruz every fucking weekend um, to buy CDs. My sister lived in Santa Cruz, so I would go there a lot. And I went to the Catalyst to watch shows all the time. So I text Rosie, "Hey, Mers is playing in Santa Cruz tonight." Do you want to go? And then she said yes. And she's like, I'm awake still. I, go, I know, me too. <laughs> oh, these drugs fucked me up. Because there's no like, there's no hangover really. It's just, hey man, you stayed up all night. You also took in half a fifth of fucking captain. I didn't get sick. She didn't get sick. Nothing. I didn't throw up. Nothing. We, drink a, we killed a fifth of fucking captain. That's a lot. With all that sugar from the soda, we should have puked. Um, I pick her and her friend Monica up. We go to the Catalyst. Well, first we go to my sister's house, which is next to the Catalyst, downtown Santa Cruz. I go, introduce them. You know, I never bring a fucking girl. I did once, and it was Randy, because we were going to a Tech 9 concert. And at the end, my sister goes, I don't like that girl. I go, damn, that sucks. <laughs> but Because <laughs> my sister's a dick, so if somebody's really not, not overly, she doesn't like them, she's going to let me know. And <laughs> I brought Rosie over there and my sister was like, oh, she's cool. I was like, yeah, she is cool, you dickhead. And then, and by the way, Monica is cousins. Rosie's best friend's name, Monica. Her cousin is my sister's roommate. Small world. It's wild. Anyway, all the way in Santa Cruz from Merced. Anyway, sorry, I didn't make the story longer. We go watch Merce, uh, the show. We're hanging out, we're drinking. And right toward the end of his set, right when it's over he's literally saying goodbye thank you i'll be in the back sign shit me and rosie kissed each other i don't know what came over us we were fucked up i had hella sassafras still um and then we looked at each other i was like what the fuck all right this is tight because you guys another thing about me i've like messed around with girls before and shit obviously but i never had another i've never had a girlfriend before because girls piss me the fuck off they are my last thing on my mind. And a lot of girls in Merced are not the girls that I'm trying to date. So could Rosie's have been your my mom, your sister yeah. terrorizing you your whole childhood. It could have been, man. It could have been them being dicks enough for me to go, I can't date that bitch. She's stupid. And my mom was going to whoop her ass. Because I got to be, you know, I got to worry about that. My mom was fucking, she whooped a girl's ass. She almost fucked my sister's girlfriend up two Christmases ago. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other story. Anyway, my mom's a psychotic ass person. If you piss her off, my sister's girlfriend pissed her off. 
in her own house. That's another story. Anyway, um, we walk outside of the catalyst. We just kiss each other. We walk outside the catalyst. It starts raining. Like a romantic comedy. It starts fucking raining. And we drunkenly jog all the way to my sister's from downtown Santa Cruz. It's like a mile away. We jog like in the fucking rain laughing. All of us laughing. But Monica had walked out already. I felt bad because she was like a third wheel at that point. And I like have my jacket over all of us and we're running down fucking Pacific Avenue, <laughs> drunk as shit. We were fucked up. And we slept at my sister's. Uh, me and Rosie slept next to each other. And when I woke up, it was like six in the morning. My sister's looking at me like that. <laughs> like looking at me like, you're sitting right next to this girl. Who is this fucking girl? Because my sister's a dick. And she's like, all right. Because I've never had a girlfriend ever in my life. Never brought nobody to my house. Nothing. Fuck that shit. And, um, like, we go back home that morning, about two days later. Remember, you were like, uh, I knew I knew what it was with April. You said that was. I knew what it was that night. Um, mm-hmm. This is the fourth day, and that's the day I knew. She had a red beanie on, knitted beanie. She still has it. Uh, she walked in my house. And I was like, all right, that's it. This is the person I'm going to be with forever. That was nine years ago. Fucking crazy to think about that shit. Going on 10 years ago. So, yeah, my high ass just rambled. But, yeah, we're now engaged. Wild. Sick. Rose is cheesing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But don't worry, guys. I filmed it. I filmed the whole thing. So I'll throw that video together. You guys are so responsible for, like, not having kids and just Fuck no. We both have the same same exact mentality. Because I ask her straight up, do you want to have kids right now? She goes, no. You're fucking good. Because if it was the other way, we wouldn't be together. I'm not going to hold her, not make her have kids because I don't want to. Find somebody that wants to have kids because I'm not going to make you just waste your years away. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's fucked up. But same, we've agreed on everything. Even down to the marriage thing, we talked about, like, I don't have time for that shit. And now it's more of, like, the best part about being gay. I mean, it's not like we did it on purpose, but. Now I don't have to invite everybody. <laughs> now I don't have to invite everybody I know and go, sorry, bro, you know, with COVID and shit. <laughs> Fuck it. What was it like? Uh, Glenn Gulia, a fucking wedding singer. The only good thing he said, I don't want to pay for a bunch of strangers to have free drinks and fish. For real. I don't like when motherfuckers bring random people I've never met to parties and shit. And you want me to pay. Imagine that right now. You throw a party at your house, your fucking high school. You buy all the beer. One person you invite invites five people. That happens five times. There's 25 extra people at your shit, drinking up all your shit you never even met. They don't even know that's your house. Now amplify that to a wedding. Now I put it in perspective for you. Fuck that shit. Fuck all that noise. I know. Hell no. But it's true. This COVID regulation, motherfucker, I can't be inviting everybody. And plus, I don't want a bunch of people there. I really, I truly don't. I don't have to work because I'm I'm like a host in life <laughs> at my house. Like make sure every motherfucker's cool. But you guys are all cool, cool. When they all leave, then I get to have fun. And it's shit. the biggest hosting event. It's ever. the biggest hosting event. I remember Only, thinking that. Yep, it really is. It, it is. It is. And I just want to make sure people aren't too faded. Uh, my dad does not drink, so I'm like I don't want a bunch of motherfuckers around my dad who used to be an alcoholic, and that's fucking rude. But I can't also be like, yo, don't drink at the wedding. Go over there. That's my dad, you know, and I don't want to and make my dad feel like he's excluded from shit. 
So I don't want a bunch of motherfuckers. And I can't be having weed smoke everywhere because my grandma's going to be there. Me and Rosie thought about this. After six, like, grandma, I'll let you know. After six, everybody's going to start drinking. She won't drink either. Like, we're going to start drinking and stuff because at six, every kid's got to go. Everybody's got to go. And that's when the giant joints come out. That's when the dads come out. I'm going to fucking have pounds and pounds of weed. Fuck it. Why not? It's our wedding. It's the coolest. It's going to be the coolest. And then we're going to pull a Pam and Jim and then go get married in Niagara Falls and give a really look to the camera and almost ruin the episode. (laughs) Sorry, Marty. My life is the office. Uh, Me and Rosie are doing good. We're clean right now. We haven't watched The Office for like maybe a month and a half. We got to stop watching it every day. So we're clean and sober. Um, so yeah, guys, me and Rosie are engaged. The long version of that. <laughs> Sorry. That took for fucking ever. Um, yeah. We went to Merced, man. And I want to hop into something else about Merced. Yes, The Crow. Brandon Lee. The Crow. It's, I'm not going to talk about the movie. No movie reviews today. Uh, for all you guys that are wondering why I brought up the crow, some 18-pound crow just flew over our that building. That was ominous. Like, that was creepy, wasn't it? Another thing about Merced. I know, and then the fucking death crow came by. Um, every time I go back, every time I go back and talk to, I only have like three friends left, all right? I don't talk to a lot of these guys in the story time anymore because I can't deal with that shit. I've talked about this guy before. I'm not going to bring his name up, but I've talked about this guy in a story time before, and he wasn't fucked up. I'm talking to my friend Anthony. Anthony's married to this girl, Nicole, which is Rosie's good friend now. So Rosie, uh, my friend Anthony, one from Storytime, his wife is super cool. So we're over there. We're talking to him. We just got engaged. So they're like, oh, they're all hyped up and shit, right? Um, so we're talking. We're just talking, smoking bowls. And they start telling, I ask about, ask about a certain friend. And he just like goes, fucking shit. I go, what? What the fuck happened to him? Because my first thing is like, oh, my God, is he fucking dead and nobody told me? Because I'm in L.A., dude. Not everybody fucking texts me. People have their lives. They got kids. They're not thinking, well, let me text every person that's ever known this guy. They're not thinking that. So the first thing I think is, no, is he fucking dead? No, no. What did that? Like, I'm just like, a lot of my friends have died. It just sucks. So he starts telling me that one of our friends, one of my friends that used to be Someone you look up to. He was younger than me. And I looked at him like, you are so fucking cool. This motherfucker was a pro, a pro professional motocross rider at like 12 years old. I met him and he's about 15 to 16. I'm like a year or two years older than him. Pro. He's a fucking pro. He gets paid. And he's a fucking one of the top ranked Call of Duty players. So he's out there killing shit back when you can like, 25 and 50 kill streak drops a bomb on the map or I didn't really play it that much but I remember he's always getting them back to back with hella kills no deaths he's just he's all around just a dope ass dude so that motherfucker's done he showed me a picture and I couldn't even recognize his ass the only you know what I did recognize him it's like when you get a picture of yourself and then you do a face swap and put the put the drug addict filter on that's what the fuck it was. Because he had the same hat beanie that he always rocks. The same fucking, same haircut, man, that he always rocked. Missing ass teeth. Aged. He's older, looks older than me. I'm young. I'm older than him. He looks 15 years older than I do. Look fucked up. Got caught with hella heroin. 
Hella pills. Like, it's just, there's a crow again. Fuck. It's just bad, dude. It's just, it's so weird to see my friends disintegrate. And I know last episode, a lot of you were like, wait, how old are you? You know how many people think I'm like 23? A lot. I noticed that. Everybody a lot of people shocked. think I'm like 23, 24. I'm 30 fucking one years old. I'm, I am water boy age, okay? I'm a full-grown person. If I went back to college right now, they'd be like, damn, this fool must be slow. <laughs> so I, I'm the water boy age, all right? This fool looks 40. I get mistaken for 23. 24. People are like, how are you, like 24, 25? I'm like, bitch, damn. I forgot when I was 24. Oh, yeah, I was high. Um. So, yeah, so seeing my friends disintegrate, seeing Joe's just, gone Lizel's gone Ryan's gone Nick's fucking dead George dead Ugh. God all my best friends all drugs all drugs all meth mm, Slash meth heroin. pills heroin um my friend George was from her said got killed in Chicago in a lobby in a hotel shot in the head so he must have been dabbling in some shit out there. You don't just get shot in the head as a white kid in Chicago randomly in a hotel lobby. Probably owe somebody money. Probably owe somebody money. Sad. Because I just think of burn ass George doing dumb, like doing dumb shit while we're skating. Mm-hmm. That's when I think of people when they die or when they get old and get on drugs. I think of when I met them. I think of the kid version and it makes me so fucking sad because I can remember vividly going back. You want me to be 15? I can go right back into my head. Who, do, who am I with? I know where we're at when I met him. I can see it. I can see what they look like. I know what I look like. I look the fucking same. <laughs> you know what I mean? I look the fucking same. And I can see when I first met him, when I first met Joe, when I first, when I first met every one of these guys. And, and it makes me so fucking sad to think like, yo, you guys are never coming back. You guys are drug. You're strung out. You, you, want, you, you want drugs more than anything on the planet, more than your life. You kill yourself if someone's like, yo, I'll give you free hits for a year, but you got to kill yourself after a year. I'm down. That's exactly what a drug addict does because they care about now. When can I get That's why they steal because they need this shit right now. Um, it's fucked up seeing my homie's mugshot, and he was like one of the best ones. We didn't chill with him all the time because why? He was broken back, broken leg because he's in the motocross circuit. He's always fucking himself up, but he's getting paid as a kid homeschooled because he was such a balling ass fucking dirt bike rider that he would go on tour he's homeschooled he'd work on the road he's that kid the kid we all strive to be and now he's just fucked now he's just seeing his mugshot made me so fucking sad it was so weird to see that shit and uh that's merced that's what it turned into um jeeps anthony they're still around Six five still around, but that's it. After every single other person you've ever heard in story time is gone. Every single one. Every right now, if you watch story time, you know how many friends I've named? Those three friends are the only ones left. That's it. It's a lot of motherfuckers, man. It's a lot of people living outside and shit. Ew. It pisses me off. Uh, on to the next topic because that got boring <laughs> that got depressing so um let me talk about something super sick <laughs> sorry to all my homies to literally my fucking friends um uh, sorry i'm sorry if you need help i'll help you none of you guys have asked or even taken the offer 
I'm tired of trying to help and motherfuckers don't want it. So, um, here we go on to something super tight. If you're in the car, I'm sorry for depressing the fuck out of you. Here we go. It's good news, bad news, good news. Me and Rosie get engaged. My friends are dying. Um, good news. You guys ready? So, you guys know this about us. We, we, we don't get paid by YouTube. We don't get paid by any of that shit. We do all that shit for fucking free, essentially. We pay for, come out of pocket for everything, right? You guys know that. We don't get ads. You guys, we get ads on Dope Yola channel, and we don't get paid. YouTube still chooses to run ads, and we don't get paid from it. I'm not hating on YouTube, which a lot of you know I should be. Let it go. Fuck, if they want to pay me, pay me. If not, I'm still going to make content. Anyway, you guys ready for this shit? As you could tell, because in this episode, there was a motherfucking sponsored ad. As you guys know, podcasting, they do, oh, beef jerky, the best beef jerky. You know, they do ad reads and shit, right? They hold a paper and go, this is the, this is the stuff you should buy. So they're normal people. They get to get paid. Imagine being a normal, like, comedian podcaster that has never heard of getting deleted. 23 times I've been deleted off Instagram. 1.5 million, whatever you want to call it. All those followers gone. We've been deleted on YouTube. We've been shadow banned on YouTube for two years. Shadow ban, for all you people that don't know what that means, is uh, they try to make you non-existent. Your page is there, but you got to fucking type their name in and go touch their page, and then it pops up. You can't type the name in and the name pops up. It doesn't work like that. It's called shadow ban. So they basically funnel all our traffic off, but they still do advertisements on our shit, which pisses me off. Anyway, you ready for the good news? We're finally like the other kids. We're normal. We're normal. We just got, a, we just, Marty and I. Marty and I officially are signed with an ad agency for the podcast. And you know what that means? Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means? We're finally going to get fucking paid to do stuff that we love. Because before, we're coming out of pocket. And now, we're like normal kids because we're not sitting here fucking showing pounds and stuff. So, we're okay to advertise. Are you guys ready for this? For everyone out there, here's the ultimate fuck. I put my joint down. You guys know I don't do that shit. You guys ready for this? How epic this news is. We just signed with an ad agency and we just got a sponsor. That means when you do the ad reads that you see on, you know, all the big podcasts, that's us now. Yeah, Marty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's us now. So for everyone it's out there, now. yeah, it's a business. We fought, guys, this is a two hour podcast already. For us to do this, it costs money, it costs time. Marty lives in forever, far. Marty lives far as fuck. Um, we finally get paid to do ad reads, guys. And for future ad, for we're getting other sponsors, of course. We're getting this. We want to make little commercials and little skits and, and not the regular ad read. You know what I'm saying? Unless it calls for that. If a certain brand wants this and that, that's what we're going to do if we like the brand. We're not just going to take everything. Fuck that shit. We're only going to do what we want to do. Is the, co- is the company okay? Is it something we fuck with? That's the main thing. We're not just sitting here, check out this toothpaste. <laughs> It's fucking toothpaste. Like, that's not what we're doing. First thing okay? we told them is it has to be authentic. Yeah, it has to be authentic. So we it made it in the contract. Yeah, Marty, sure. we they sent us a contract, and Marty sent them a con- sent them all these things back, and they said, "Just write your own contract, up, bro, and send it to us." Then, <laughs> and then we put in there creative control. You have none. We have every right to do whatever we want. Like it's, it's to the T. We couldn't have asked for more of stuff we wanted. I mean, they did it all. They, they agreed with everything. So, guys, officially, officially as of, like, last week, 
We are a sponsored podcast now. We are now getting paid to do this, and I'm so fucking happy. And for everyone out there, I know there's a people, you sold out? No, selling out means you had to be getting paid already. We didn't sell anything. All we did was go, hey, we'll take that money. We'll do a sponsored ad for you. So, bam, here's an ad read. Thanks for sitting through that, fans. We just got, we just paid our rent. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? We do this whole podcast and then read a one-minute ad read. Could fucking suck a dick if you don't like it. Like, like, come on, man. That that's how we're supposed to get paid. So for all, that's why I want to ease your ease your thoughts. We we aren't for everyone out there. You signed a contract. You sold your soul. Nah, we made our own contract, and they signed ours. Basically, that's pretty much how it went. You sent a contract to them. They signed the shit, and now here yeah, we basically. are. Yeah, they were amazing. They were such. A, they were so flexible with us. Yeah. So. And the more we're able to grow this, it just yeah. puts us in a position to do more. Thank you. Thank you. So what, working what is it? 20 hours a day. For nothing. Just doing it because we want to do the podcast. And now that we have someone that can help alleviate those financial fucking problems. Yeah, we're, we're not rich. Marty's not rich. I'm not fucking rich. We, we are self-sufficient. We, he owns his own company. I own my own company. That's how we pay bills. So for everyone out there, I wish I could support and buy merch. You don't have to do that shit. Supporting is just watching. Press and like. Leave a comment. When we do ad reads in the, in the stuff, you see a commercial that we do, a little ad read in the podcast, don't skip through it. Watch it. That would help us. If it's an app, download the app. If it's for free, help me out, motherfucker. Damn, we're trying to get fucking paid over here. And, and you always hear podcasters try to make it authentic and go, we really love this company, and you know they're our good friends. I don't fucking know these companies. The fuck? We get a one page and go, all right, they seem cool. Let's do some more research on them, and before we say yeah, the fuck? No, hell no. We, you guys know me. I'm not going to sugarcoat the shit. I'm letting you right know right now. If you see an ad read, unless I go, this is my fucking friend's company. I don't know this fucking company, and I'm being real with you. These ads and all the stuff we're going to start doing is so we can get fucking paid. There's nothing else about it. I'm not sugarcoating shit. I use this every day. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I'll let you know for real. You guys know that. So That's good. the other part about it's, our deal is that they're unscripted ad reads. Yes, unscripted. We don't have to say shit that they give us. We get the one page of their information with their links. Go, All right, cool research. You think I'm going to fucking just throw a company up here and it turns out they're fucking creeps? Hell no. We have to sign a contract per company. That's in our own contract. We have to we have to review each company and allow you to give it to us. Because we're not just going to read some bullshit or some fucking dumb stuff that we're not going to. No, it's not going to happen. No, the first thing I said is the most nope. important thing is his authenticity and people trust that yeah. what we're affiliated with is, is it's not some deal. scam and bullshit. So, guys, this is what I'm asking for you. Uh, That's what I'm asking from you. If we do an ad read. And it don't cost you money, and it's not even interest. If it doesn't interest you and doesn't cost you money, download that app. Help me out. If 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 it's for something we're doing for, uh, let's say stereo, cost you nothing to download that app. That'd be sick. If you followed us, thank you. you, you do you see what I'm saying? Even if you don't use that shit, help help me out, motherfucker. Damn. Um. So yeah, for the ad reads, guys, I'm transparent with you. I tell you all the time. You guys know. You how many times I said we don't do this shit for money? It's because we want to do it. You We're still doing two-hour podcast. Dope is Yola channel just Fucking basically eight years for the hope to parlay into something into like something this. like this. Exactly, you guys know that we get fucked with online all the time. You guys know that. Help me out. Give us a win by just watching.
Watch and listen. Drop a like, like I said earlier. But now that we have ad reads, watch the ad read. If it's something you like and you want to buy it, use our fucking code. Help us out. You guys got to remember every time. I'm going to be straight transparent with you. Every time you help us out, you use a code, Marty and I get paid. The, the, podcast, trans- the podcast gets paid. Yeah, yeah, the podcast. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But still, <laughs> the podcast gets paid. But do you see what I'm saying, man? This is time, finally time for us to come up. Marty was grew up with no money. <laughs> Same here. So this is the time for us to actually, what was it, a little dicky, uh, save that money? This is essentially time for me to save that money. Remember he's doing the weed maps ad? <laughs> you remember that shit? For real. Come on, man. We've been doing this shit for, we, look it, nothing changes. Nothing changes about the show except the extra one minute or two. Except that it gets better too. That's it gets better because the more we get, we can do more shit, better cameras and all that stuff. Um, and then also, I mean, it's important to note too that the goal is once this pandemic lifts, is to parlay this into live shows coming to your city. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. That's the whole point, guys. I want to do this live. I want to do this live in a different state. Smoke joints on stage. We're just talking about that. We gotta go to states where I won't get arrested. <laughs> so I would hate to go. Hey, thanks for coming out, guys. Just get handcuffed. Oh, it's gonna happen. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen at least once. But I would. I'd rather not. But yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast. We want to do this live. We want to do more. There's a lot of stuff coming up, guys. The pandemic really fucking molested everybody's pockets and fucked everything up. So. Yeah, ad reads. We got sponsored, guys. We signed a contract. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm fucking stoked as hell just because I know how long we did. You guys remember, we were in this warehouse. Everything is out of pocket. Everything. Push trees makes everything revolve and work. Revolve, I mean, uh, evolve. And um, that's entrepreneurship. It's, that's that's, that's what it is. Definition of you want to hear something fucking really cool? I didn't even tell you. Last night, Rosie and I got an Uber with this girl, Leslie. We had an Uber from, because we took our car in to get the oil change and they weren't going to be done. Uh, at Mercedes, they like to go, hey, man, it takes 19 hours for an oil change. So um, we uh, get the Uber. Uh, she's This girl's off the bat, super cool. Super cool chick, right? She's riding an Uber. This is what it means by fucking hustling because that girl's going to be where we are and we're not even fucking coming up yet. She, as a designer, starts talking about she makes plus size. She was a big girl. She makes plus size fashion couture shit, right? This girl is about to be a new, uh, in L.A. Fashion Week this month. Or she's going to be in L.A. Fashion Week. She said this month. I can't remember. She literally said, I was up to four in the morning. We started talking about like, yeah, we're up to five in the morning. We have to get up and still do shit. We, gotta go. we were about to go do orders when she dropped us off at the warehouse. We were going straight there to do orders. And she's like, wait, you guys do clothes? I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We're in, you know, year seven, year eight. She's like, oh, I'm year five. Uh, she was in New York Fashion Week. She did a bunch of shit. Just hearing what she said, it sounds like Rosie and I are day. She's like, yeah, I was up till four doing these sketches. And then, you know, I didn't have time to eat because I forget to eat. I'm like, yeah, us too. Every day, our friends got to remind. She's like, mine too. She's like, I have grapes right here. She had a bag of grapes. Like, this is what I've been eating because I was fucking need to get on the road. So she works Uber in the day. Does all her fashion designs all through the night. Wakes up, does Uber in the day. Sells her stuff online. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I wrote, I wrote it down. I wrote it down in my notes. But 
How cool. That's entrepreneurship, man. She's working Uber all day. She's like, I'll take breaks, answer these comments, get back, pick somebody up, take answer comment. Like, that's us. Rosie, I'm in the shower sometimes answering comments. I'm getting in the shower like this with my hand out all the time. All the time. Because it's the time I have. It's the part of my day where I have time. Where I'm just sitting in the shower like, I'm, oh, I'm tired. I answer comments and I leave it right there on the top of the toilet. And I fucking finish my shower. Get out, answer fucking comments for another hour. That's how my day starts. So hearing her go through the same thing was fucking cool. Like hearing like the same exact layout, having problems with certain manufacturers, having problems with this, people buying shit. Oh my God. This girl was dead on what we were on. And yeah, that goes back to the sponsorships. Me and Rosie, we've done 300 different cannabis cup, I mean, events, pop ups, renting our hotels, doing this, carrying everything, doing all of our stuff, standing there all fucking day, taking pictures, giving shit to people like, for years, years and years and years and years, just so we could pay our bills and make videos. We weren't getting paid off any of the content. We just did it because we, I love, Rosie's down. Because she could have said, dude, we're spending all your money on the fucking videos and doing all this stuff and paying for production. I know, but we're going to be rich one day. Like It's I, all for something. It's all for something. Please, I trust me. I was having the same conversation. I'm telling you, like, it's going to work. I promise. And that's where it's all come down to is Rosie's never been a dick about it. She's never been a George Young mom being a dick. George Young from Blow. Like, oh, my God, is that real? Fucking dickhead-ass mom. Rosie's never been that girl, ever. So it's really cool that it's finally starting to work. When me and Marty went, what happened? We got off the phone with the, the ad agency and called each other immediately. Like, yo, for real? What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's crazy when something works and it actually worked. And we see a number and go, oh, it's worth it. It all worked out. It yeah. worked. It worked out. It's There's been so it. many things in my career. It's just flat line, lose just, money. Yeah, but I, mean, I love what we made. Like, exactly. you ever do that? Like, I love this so much, but I lost $3,000 on it and yeah. I only had $4,000. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know how many times I've been, dude, and people are like, you have pounds and all this shit. When I first started, I was selling weed. Do you know how much money you can make on a pound? 100 to $200. When you're selling in bulk, you got to remember when it's competitive and you go, yo, 10 pack of this is fucking cookies is like, or this Girl Scout cookies is, I don't know, fucking 20 bands because two, ba- two bands, uh, two bands a piece. Okay. But my homie's going to give them to 19, but I got them for 19. So I was going to make a hundred. Now it's like, cool. Can you do 1950? Cool. Now my profits are split in fucking half. And it were, it were, I you know how many times I broke even just to get the packs off because I already bought them a lot. And I know a lot of you motherfuckers out there doing this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Same exact thing. Counting, trying to count your money. I go, right? Right? We just did that shit. That was me, man. It would happen a lot. I would take trips for fucking 10 packs and make a band. $1,000 off a 10-pack and a drive and a risk. Damn. So back then, I was still broke. My rent was $600. When I started doing Instagram, I stopped selling weed. Because I didn't want to get my door kicked in. What happens when you stop selling weed? You don't make no more fucking money. <laughs> I had to get a job. I had to get a job at U-Haul. And I was barely making my rent. And living life, like living and getting, like, you know, getting groceries and electricity and your phone. It's not just rent. You know what I'm saying? Rosie had a job when we first started dating too. Like, I was barely making rent while making content and shit because I knew, like, I got to leave the weed shit behind. 
because even though motherfuckers still need packs, I just send them somewhere else. Go, nah, brother, you gotta hit him up now. And I just stopped selling weed, even though I was selling a lot of weed. And I, you're like, you sold a lot of weed, you didn't have no money saved. Fuck, no, I had no money saved. Who saves money when you're ignorant? We, I spent when we first started dating. I was not broke. When we first started hanging out, I was not broke. When we first started dating, I was broke. I remember it was the one weekend of dating. We were going to KFC, and in my mind, I was pulling. What's up with Dave Chappelle today? I was pulling a half baked, like three dollars in my head. Just subtractions, like all right, I got eighty cents left. I had like twenty two bucks in my hand in my pocket, and I remember we were getting food, and Rosie's friend called and goes, "Oh, you're at KFC. Can you get this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Mm. fuck and it came out to like 18 something and i thought oh no 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 this is not gonna work and it's the first time in a long time because i had money i had grips of fucking money all the time so living with jeeps when it first started i had a dispensary essentially i had fucking stacks everywhere to nothing in the course of like six months it was weird because right before i started dating rosie is when john went missing and when he went missing, I had no connect for like four months, five months. And I was getting zips off of people and fucking QPs. Getting, that's when I met fucking Stinky as Dan from the last fucking podcast. That's how I met him because John went missing. So for those time, period of times, I was broke as fuck because I had no revenue at all. I had no fucking money coming in. I was working at the pizza place. Yeah, but you don't make a lot of money doing pizza shit when my rent's already. You, you feel me. If you've ever been broke, you fucking feel me. It's, there's never enough money. Anyway, those right when I started dating Rosie is when um, John went missing. So I wasn't really selling a shitload of weed anymore, but I started dating her. So when I started dating Rosie, I was fucking broke. I was broke. I still sold weed right when we started dating. I was still selling weed. But I stopped like a year after we started dating, which was like, what, eight or nine years ago. Yeah, I stopped selling weed. Um, but yeah, I started Instagram and I wasn't going to go back to selling weed. Like I had to stop. As soon as I started getting a little popularity, like, like 3,000 followers, and somebody hit me, like, yo, is that you on Instagram? I'm going, oh, hell no. Gone. I'm done. Turned it off. Just stopped. I just let the packs go. I just let it go. I stopped answering the phone. I, I had a different number. I just had to stop or go to jail. I was going to go to jail. I can't be online posting my face with weed. It just didn't work out. I had to stop or I'd be in jail right now. Anyway... That's what comes back to it. I know I went on a long-ass rant story, but motherfucker, download the apps that we talk about on the sponsorships. <laughs> if, we have a, if we have a water sponsor, Drink that comment, shit. hey, I like that water. I don't go. Go buy it. And when you're at the 7-Eleven, go, yo, Thomas sent me. He'll have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. But at That's least support. at least it's support. Like, So, yeah, man. I stopped. I literally stopped my life of luxurious ass money. I was balling for a, quite a few years just by myself, uh, not doing nothing, just spending it all on CDs and food and fucking drugs. That's it. I had no money. I was making so much money with weed and just squandering the fuck. I bought a car, paid my rent for fucking three, four years. Like, uh, it only go so much. Anyway, um, yeah, I was broke as shit. And then. We stopped selling weed and started doing content for free. And we've been doing content for free until 2019. From that day, from that day, I said, oh, I got to stop selling weed. I have not been making money. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 
Think about that. Rosie, you have been with me since I started being broke. So any motherfuckers out there saying that she's not really down. <laughs> Rosie was chilling with me when I had money, hanging out and drinking. Started dating. I had no more money. Nothing ever changed. Rosie had two jobs. You're fucking right. Damn. Well, she was down. She had two fucking jobs when I started dating her. She she was going to work at like three in the morning. She's fucking down. And um, yeah, I told her like, yo, we're going to be broke for a while. I need to get this contest shit. Keep, you know, it was like 2014, 15. Like, we should, we should move to L.A. I, I know we don't get paid for it. We'll make it work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll sell more clothes. And the clothes, there was times where we were like, yo, we got to sell these clothes just to pay our rent. Yeah, we only had stickers and shit when we first got here. It was rough. And our rent was quadrupled from Merced. It went from $600 at our house to $2,400 apartment downtown. And when we were signing the lease, I remember going... Uh, like getting sick but I remember thinking dude we're already here we're already here the U-Haul's here <laughs> oh I can't do it uh. and then made it work every time our rents got more expensive we just made it work because we have to and now we're doing okay we're okay and download these apps <laughs> it keeps going back to it we're probably sponsored right we have a sponsored fucking ads uh, don't be a dickhead don't be an asshole. Just fucking watch them. I feel like people Listen can appreciate them. this whole story. I, I, I would fucking We've been doing them. it for fucking free. And if it only does this, and you can help me out, motherfucker, help me out. Jesus Christ. Don't be an asshole. I would give you some nugs. So give me some fucking download. <laughs> it's free. I had to pay for the weed. Um, Yeah, so that was a long ass good news sponsorship to where we're broke. Damn, it's so weird to think about how fucking much I've stressed out over the past like 10 years. It's crazy. Being completely stressed and not letting everybody know about it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, there we are. That was uh that was fun. Things are moving. We secured this after three episodes. That was because of that wave of support we got yes. coming out of the gate. That's why we got the even That's got the contract. Because you guys were so fucking on it. So thank you. Um, tell your motherfucking friends. Watch. Thank you guys for leaving likes. Thank you guys for commenting. Thank you for all that shit. Excuse me. If you're on Spotify or Apple, I think you can leave a review. If you like the episode, leave a review. That helps us out a lot, actually. Excuse me. I got fucking burping. Jesus Christ. Because the goal really is to be the one of the biggest, baddest top podcasts in the world. And that's the goal. Know, beyond this first season and that's just keep goal. it really going. So that's- because the way I see it is you guys want content. The bigger our podcast is, the bigger guests we can get. The bigger guests, the more views. The more views, the more we get paid. The more we get paid, the less we got to fucking stress in life and just worry about the podcast, exactly. man. It's for real. Because remember, when we're not getting paid for something, it's a hobby. You know what I mean? Now it's a job. It was always a job for time and for how much dedication we put into the shit. Marty edits this shit. You know how long it takes to edit? A long time. Yeah, and we got to remember the regular Dope is Yolo channel. We still come out of pocket for all of this stuff. So it's just thanks. Thanks, guys. The bong drop went fucking amazing. Thank you guys for buying up hella bongs, pushtrees.com. Yeah, pushtrees.com, guys. That's our clothing company. Go check it out. We just dropped a skateboard collection. We have a bunch of stuff. Go check it out. Also, 
for the podcast, check out the Clips channel. That's almost enough time to get monetized on that channel. Also, we are monetized on this channel. The channel you're watching right now, Dope's uh, usual podcast. YouTube said, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? They were it's like, like eh, kind of. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, limited ads. <laughs> oh, damn. You motherfuckers. Hey, also, I remember when Joey Diaz talked about getting his dick sucked by some chick, yeah. and it was graphic. That was monetized. <laughs> I love that, man. He's vulgar, which is amazing. And they're like, yo, you're good. And all these other podcasters talking about death and Vlad TV talking about actual murders. That shit's monetized. I'm only talking about being broke. Come on. Entrepreneurship. Come on. Damn. Come on. Give us our ad suitability. <laughs> I'm in the back end reading all these terms and shit. Hey, yeah, we're unlimited right now, but it's all good. It's all good. Thank you guys for watching and leaving comments and liking. Thank you so much. Leave a comment. Leave a like. I drop. Oh, damn it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, like I said, Spotify, all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Google Podcast, uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. And I'm acting like I know all these fucking play. I don't know all the platforms, but you guys see at the end of this podcast, there's a little screen that shows you everything we're on. Dope as usual across everything. Dope as usual podcast on YouTube, on um, Twitter. We just started Twitter also. Check it out. It's in the description. If you ever need to find our social medias, go below the video on YouTube. Go below on Spotify. Any, any streaming app has all our links. Right below the episode has all of our links. Be sure to follow us, subscribe, whatever it is. Thank you guys so much for watching. Appreciate it. We are going to get on out of here. It's been, oh shit, 220. Get the fuck out of here. I looked and it was 114. Then you started going off about the uh, yeah, engagement. And the, uh, We're on wake. Yeah. <laughs> it really took an hour to tell that story. Oh my, I'm back on sassafras over here, man. I'm over here on drugs again. Is it sun? Dude, I haven't even talked about strip clubs yet, but I have a strip club in the, in the earth sun story. <laughs> I'll leave you intrigued. All right, till next time. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. This joint lasted the whole time. Oh, wait, so this joint lasted for a while. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is the Dopest Usual Podcast, the dopest podcast in the world. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you watching from Marty and I. Thank you so much for watching. Have a dope-ass day. Later, guys. All right. Damn, 220. Get the fuck out of here. What is this? It's been one week since you looked at me. What's up, guys? Real quick, I wanted to talk to you about Epidemic Sound. This is something that Marty and I have been using. Well, Marty introduced me to this about 18 months ago. I have used it every fucking day since, every video, everything I do. Do you ever upload music to Instagram or YouTube and you get a copyright strike? This is basically what this is for. This alleviates all those fucking problems. This is royalty-free music. The second you go on this site, you can get sounds. You can get this, a bird going by, songs, anything like that. Anything that fits your content, you can use. As long as you have an account, you cannot get a copyright strike. Just to be 100% honest, guys, I pay four monthly uh, payments to Epidemic Sound because I have four different YouTube channels. I, you, I swear by this shit. If you're in my DM, you always ask me where the be. I always say Epidemic Sound. It's something we use for everything. So we teamed up with Epidemic Sound, guys. This is what we're offering you guys. Free 30-day trial. That's it. Free 30-day trial. Within that 30 days, whatever you use, whatever you post, whatever it's linked to will not get copyright strikes. You can't get taken down. If it's a song, it's royalty-free music. There's good-ass music. I mean, everything, every song you've ever seen on the Dope Yolo channel, the Adventures channel, this channel is all from Epidemic Sound. 
No strings attached at all, guys. All you got to do is click the link in our description or go to yolalinks.com slash music. You can go on our Instagram, click it, and it'll say music. You can go on my Instagram on Dopus Yola, click it, it'll say music. All you have to do is sign up. That's it. It's free. You can go by mood, go by genre, go by feeling. It's very cool. If you want to have a scary sound, there's 500. Ver- the only problem with Epidemic Sound is you're going to be on there for so fucking long because one sound has 70 variations. So you can you, you can make a movie with this website. So if you do music, you do uh, content creation, or if you just want to check it out, free 30-day trial. All you got to do is use your email. All you do is sign up. That's it. You won't get charged. Nothing like that. Free 30-day trial, but make sure you click the link in our description. Click the link in our description, or like I said, go to yolalinks.com slash music. It's a free 30-day trial.